everyone. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Time. I've got Domestic Dan on with me. I don't know why that the words just formed in my mouth wrong. Uh, thanks for grabbing a coffee with me, man. How are you? Hey, no problem. I have my second cup of coffee now, <laughs> and uh, that's the perfect way to Same. start out. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? Like right there where we were like, hey, I'm going to grab a coffee real quick. I just put more instant coffee in my cup. It was half full, and then poured some lukewarm water in. And took a little bit of milk and threw it in there and then stirred it. And now it tastes like syrup. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit here and suffer through it. Um, just want you to know yeah, that. God, that'll it's, wake um, you up on its own. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, it's a nice kind of like a, almost like drinking a granola bar. Um, oh, God, that's, that's the worst image I've ever put in my own head. That is the actual worst image. No, I just took some Quaker's chocolate chip granola bars, blended them, and yeah. added a little milk yeah. and slurped that oh, sucker down. Oh, man. Like, I, I, thought of, I thought of for a second my brain was like, but Jay, what about oatmeal? And I was like, no. Like, we're talking like blended. Like blended. Yeah. Um, it, it was crunchy once. Oh, my God. Dude, speak. <laughs> okay. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of, like, Morag's, uh, Morag's legendary taco stream that he did, like, six years ago? yeah the blended taco one yeah. did you see that or, or did you just hear I've about it i've not seen it i've heard about it disgusting um to make it worse it was taco bell like it wasn't like old paso it was taco bell so um that's uh, 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 didn't didn't somebody on wick do blended was that rue that did blended he blended mcdonald's yeah he blended mcdonald's okay i thought it was grilled cheese for a second oh god oh man we've actually started this off on the worst note um, blended McDonald's and blended grilled cheese. Oh, oh. gross. I gave myself the worst type of, uh, thoughts there. That was, that was disgusting. Um, how you been, man? We were just talking about outer worlds. Um, can you do me a flavor and yeah, please bitch about the combat with me? Um, no, seriously. I can. I, uh, hi. Did combat I say domestic aside. Dan, by the way? I think you did. You did. I did say you were domestic. Oh, good. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do like, like a shout out of all your stuff? I don't usually start off with it, but if you do. You no, wanna... we don't have to. Okay, okay. I, I listen. I do you think I pay attention to what my other friends are doing in their lives? Uh, um, <laughs> no, because you're an, an adult with responsibilities and with actual <laughs> things to do on a daily basis. That is I don't uh, I will I will happily take uh, a thing of goobers uh, like I always do, uh, <laughs> which is uh, he. It, well, it's not it's it's not like a thing that he hates. It's it's more of the there's a phrase that mm. a lot of people hate, which is the don't you know, insert the thing. <laughs> and it's it's like yeah. the it's the yeah, that assumption that like <laughs> everything I know you should know. Like, Jay, don't you know this person? It's like don't the, you know them? It's like the obvious, like obviously I don't know because you're asking me. But I used to I think I used to ban people in my chat that asked shit like that. Like when they're backseat gaming, they'd be like oh it's like it's like didn't you know it's like right there or didn't you know this i'm like obviously not why are you it's the first <sighs> time i've ever played this i don't have a walkthrough up and oh. i let i let backseat gaming be a thing why don't you just fucking tell me <laughs> <laughs> you you hate backseating right is that uh, other way around other way around okay no 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 okay so we have had this conversation before then because i was I was going to say, uh, there was one, of, one other person on Wick that likes backseating. I'm glad it's you. Um, yes. Because I, I used to dislike it, and then I, I was like, oh, I only dislike it because other people dislike it. And at that the end of the, the day, same. I don't, yeah, I don't really care. Like, I yeah. don't really give a shit. 
Um, yeah, it made. Uh, I'm trying to think when I switched that over. It was at least a year or two ago. Um, yeah, and then we can bitch about uh, Outer Worlds combat. No, uh, oh my god, please! It was. It was the thing where I, I realized, I'm like, I. I got no who it was another caster that was doing it and yeah. I watched them and I cannot remember who it was right now. And, and so I can't give them the credit because that <laughs> bugs me a little bit, but it basically just like, listen, chat dies when you keep bashing people for trying yes. to help. And like, I have a, you know, no spoilers, you know, if like, if, if yeah. you can tell me where That's reasonable, like, I walked into a room, I didn't see there was an item on the wall. And then I kept walking and you went, hey, there's an item you missed on the wall in that back room. Yeah, thank you. That, thank you. That Glorious doesn't actually savior. hurt anything of my gameplay. It enhances yeah. it for me. Yeah. Like just because of that, like Luigi's Mansion was great because there were some times like a puzzle was a fucking nightmare for some reason. And it was just because I was an idiot and didn't see the one thing yeah. mechanically that I've been doing the whole game. But chat saw, cause there's a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. 200 yeah. eyes on, on you that saw the one thing. Yeah. And so that one person's like, it's over there on that wall. It's like, God, thank you. Yeah. Cause otherwise you. you're just that guy. Like I'm going to sit here for an hour looking at this wall. Yeah. And then I, everyone's like, I'm going to go watch someone who isn't, you know, using three brain cells. So, okay, so you know what I think? Like, I just had this thought, too. Um, I think I also used to do this, like, no backseating thing because of the, like, the keeping the the, the purity of, like, the playthrough. Um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Because in, for some reason, I was like, I have to do this game justice. And then if I'm, like, like, let's say I'm playing Dark Souls and there's a really good item that could help me. Well, if I found that, it would have been natural and great. But if you tell me about it, then you've just led me there. I was that way for for a long, long while. But then I started, I, I did the exact same thing as you, where I was like, I'm literally hindering people talking in my chat. Because that's how I grew up with my little brother. It was like, he'd sit on the couch behind me, or I'd sit on the couch behind him, and we'd fight over the controller or yell at each other over what to do in the game. But it was like, it, you know, we're always having someone there. Yeah. So I, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I think I actually have a tag. Yeah, because I used to, I used a tag system on Twitch. It, it, Twitch tells me that a couple people at least come in because it says backseat gaming allowed. So yep. same. Yeah. I think for, for me, it's like 14%. Do you have any success with those like tags? Like is, are there any ones that get you? Is, is there, is that under the analytics finally? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I've got, I've got four so far. I found oddly enough, the TwitchCon one for some reason brings people in. I don't know when, Oh, apparently I'm still under TwitchCon. That's how, <laughs> um, and I was like, I don't know when. And then I looked through and actually looked at all the tags and there it is. Um, cause I was like, Oh, is that a glitch? No. Um, Oh yeah, the very, very bottom when you go to channel. Which tags are users filtering to find my channel on Twitch? Backseat Gaming Allowed, 43% of people come in because of Backseat Gaming Allowed. But that doesn't tell, many or tell me how many people are coming in in general because of the tags, I don't think. Like, it's not like 40... 17% is backseating for me. Wow. The, other, the reason it's so skewed is because cooking is 83%. Wow. So <laughs> That's really? Holy but shit. Think about that for just a second. Yeah. If there are 20 people that yeah. use tags, that's really fucking skewed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've done it before. I've done like in chat, like when tags were a little, like a little new, like mm -hmm. maybe a month or two. And I did kind of like the, who the hell actually uses tags? Do you click through tags? Do you uh, look at tags? Do you search with tags? Yeah. And like universally, I got a 
no no you don't even see them yeah it's hard to, i think it's like it's hard to browse things like that on twitch it's not like youtube where you can just i mean i guess you can type that in but why would anybody go to twitch and type in the top search bar backseat gaming aloud um right. I'll, I'll do it right now i, see I don't know pulls up because i think it does i think it does pull up the uh the category um, i think it does now it didn't at launch oh no okay um it's it tells me i've got yeah backseat gaming allowed closed captions uh which is good uh twitchcon <laughs> and modded um those those are apparently the tags that users are filtering by to find my channel but uh okay. yeah i don't again i don't know how many people that is right i see 43 percent. well 43 percent of what like right is it five people and two came in through backseat gaming one came in from closed captions you know i mean I'm not going to say who they are because that would be, you know, rude and, and all that. But I, there are, I, I searched backseat gaming. Mm -hmm. There are only four channels that pop up. Wow. And it's okay. like 16 viewers are under. Yeah. So like clearly no one's really. No, no one big is using really tags outside of the defaults for the yeah. most part. Uh, which because it's a it's, it's an extra step but going live you mm -hmm. set your own tags mm -hmm. now granted i just leave backseat gaming on at all times and when i go to cooking i add that when i'm not i remove it but. right right <clears throat> i'm kind of the same thing yeah i think that's why fucking twitchcon's still in there is because it's not the the last one to to x off the list yeah. um sorry people that were filtering to find twitchcon <laughs> <laughs> right um now, yeah i don't like yeah oh, what's that Oh, I was just going to say things outside of tags, like, you know, I did panels at TwitchCon and people found my channel and have even every now and then will still pop in and be like, hey, I really like that panel you were on. Thanks that's for talking. Cool. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but they didn't find me through tags. They found me <laughs> through watching those videos either yeah. live or later. Yeah. And then going through and finding. So that i mean that that kind of like brings up an interesting thought like do you do you recycle a lot of your content at all because i've i've been doing that like nonstop. you know i, I don't know if you saw the edging video the other day but that's that <laughs> that which, no, which yes, one yes that one oh yeah, yeah that uh, one uh stan's uh, <laughs> like fuck how do you know god, god 3 a.m uh, last night and i hope nobody finds out about all this. right i'll see y'all later <laughs> um like that that was just off stream right so i've started to i think i kind of hit this this moment i think earlier in the week where i had a a little little bit of a eureka moment where it was like when i used to vlog i used to stream six hours eight hours and then record for six hours vlogging um and sometimes that would be mixed in within the stream to make a time a little little easier but then right. it was like guaranteed about two to four hours of editing afterwards and that and i mean daily vlogging i had to do that every day and so I'm always sitting there thinking like, man, that was really fulfilling. Like, how do I get to some kind of work like that again, where I can, where I know like those vlogs are doing fucking great. I was getting like 500 to a thousand views each vlog, which for me at that time was, was awesome. Like, yeah, uh, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a fuck ton of people um, for me. So I, I had this Eureka moment where it was like, I stream for eight hours a day. Like there's, there's so much content that I make on a daily basis and it, it like it went it went so much farther than than just like oh what was my top clip let me tweet it out today it was like what were all the clips like can i make a daily compilation like i mean it's eight yeah. hours right there i had to have said right. something funny within eight hours that yeah we, that point, is the dream yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, by the love of god please tell oh, me validate me <laughs> tell me there's something funny in here oh my god yeah I mean, Fuck. like the uh, the clip I showed you before, like I'm going to put that up soon. Yeah. Maybe mash the two together 
because it was just like, what is this? Yeah. Um, yeah. A great example of the probably one of the best people that does that, mm -hmm. Avery. We'll see, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. Avery's been doing really good with those Twitter clips. Yeah. The Applebee's video that she did of <laughs> the me, Applebee's one was great, which had like 80,000 views, I think, by the end well, or something that's, stupid. That's where it comes into where that social media experience that she's got because it wasn't it wasn't just the clip like it's the same with the the, the edging video too like uh when i was looking back i was like why wasn't that funny i was like oh the video stopped a couple seconds earlier so maybe the thought finished in their head i mean you go and look at the thing that the, the video that avery made like it was so funny it was just hammering it the fuck in over and over and over again and the editing that she did was great and then the the fucking tweet tagline that she had about how annoyed you were man that clip was just like perfection like yeah it deserved to get that many views so it's, I think, like, do you do any editing past that? Cause a I know Avery does that, right? She's going in and zooming in and adding text. I haven't done and... much. I'm, I'm actually, that's something I'm going to be starting soon. Yeah. It, it's, it's just one of those, like, I think it's important. I, it's important, but my God, it takes time. And like what mm -hmm. you're just saying, like I, I stream, I stream decently long hours right. because I want to like a lot of the time I do full game playthroughs if I can. Yeah. Outside of cooking and if I'm cooking a big project, like I baked bread for four and a half hours yesterday. Jesus. And then Why? you went and then you went and streamed more games too, right? Was that, that like six? Actually. Oh no, actually, okay. I know no, you normally do that. So I normally I would. Yes, yeah. But I had a, a meeting for Ooh. a show that's coming up. Ooh. That's already been announced. So it's yeah. Fine. Uh, but uh, normally I would. Yeah. And mm. so. I have I have a house, I have pets, I have a wife. Um I have all these life things that right. I I don't want to take time out of that. So it's one of those it's all the fun trade-offs of like where do yeah. I find extra time and also take some time for myself so I don't lose my mind by only working. Um it's it's that wonderful work-life balance and I've mostly found it it's just one of those problems of like if I want to do more, I have to cut back in other things. I don't know if I want to cut back in. Yeah. I it's hindering you. my own growth because of it. So it's like, a, right. That's uh, the, that's the, this weird vicious cycle you get caught in constantly, right? Where you, you get a good work life balance, but then it becomes not enough because Danica and I talked about this yesterday. Complacency is, is a killer. Unfortunately. Um, it's like, the, you can't get comfortable because whenever you do, well, then you might get a little boring, which is, I mean, it's not like you're a boring person. It's just, you have to be entertaining. There's hundreds of people watching you or however many people watching you. So yeah, that's There's like only the, so many times I can bake bread. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it that I like, I still want to do it all the time because I love right. having fresh bread, but oh, good damn baked bread. Uh, yeah. Again, you yeah. Know. You gotta, you gotta find ways to switch it up. That's the, that's the weird, you have to like constantly try and outdo yourself from yesterday and last week or, or whatever, whatever it may be, but still try and have that sanity from not fucking just like you said, working every single second, like the vlogging schedule that I had, that was insane. You know, I was thinking, yeah. I was like 22. Thank, thank God. Now I'm 25. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> that look? <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's actually, you know, I, I know what you guys mean now that shit catches up with you. Cause I, I've only done the same job for eight years now. So I can literally see how it's a fit. You know, before I used to be able to go for 20 hours, no problem. I used to be able to do this, do that, do this. Oh my God. Anyway, burn came to me on my 26th birthday. No shit. Really? Fuck. First man. time. And now it's just, it just, no exists. God. It's like, happy so many... birthday. That cake you're eating makes you feel gross. I, <laughs> I, it's next month. I am 26 next month. That is going to be 
the, the I'm going to get heartburn. Vo, I think like we know, you know, you never believe that. Like when you, when you're growing up, everyone's like, oh, it gets really bad at 25. Like that's when your body starts falling apart, uh, and you're like, ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, I believe everyone. Okay, now. boomer. Yeah, okay, <laughs> boomer. <laughs> I believe everyone, man. I believe all of you. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for <laughs> doubting you. Okay, take me back. <laughs> Just how do you get rid of it? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, you can. I I think that's a. I had a I had a really rough couple of days the other day because like the. It's hard not to look at your your sub count or, or I guess for anything, right? If you want to if you want to like make it relevant outside of Twitch as well, just anything, whatever you're validating your job on, it's hard to see that go down. And it's harder with yeah. Twitch because you validate. I mean, you kind of have to, right? That's your you, know, you validate yourself through your income, right? Right. I was going to say so you that, validate your income through only subs, but I was like, that is that is kind of your only income, right? It used to be maybe a conversation about tips and subs, but I think depending on the channel that you are now, it's like a like I think it used to be fifty percent. For everybody, not everyone, but that was a pretty common thing. Fifty percent tips and fifty percent subs. Yeah, and um, now with gifted subs and all of that, that's really yeah. heavily skewed. It way destabilized. Yeah, and then bits came in and destabilized tips. Like in general, there was a lot of those tipping changes with VAT taxes and tipping Got, platforms yep. adding on a dollar to tip or whatever, so people were less likely to like. It's crazy, man. Now people can get paid thirty million fucking dollars just to change your streaming website. <laughs> I had a moment, I was watching Kriparian like three weeks ago, um, and he's been around for fucking ever. He's yeah. Like, halfway through this, his stream, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, today's actually, or like yesterday was like 10 years on YouTube. And he was like, he just made a point. He's like, I started making YouTube videos when you couldn't monetize them. And he was like, there was no point in making a YouTube video because if you wanted to monetize a gaming video, you had to go and like get the rights, you had to like get the signed rights and shit and send it off to YouTube. I can monetize this. and. You know, if you weren't like with Machinima or one of the bigger networks, right. that would do it for you so that you could just make videos like how it is now. Oh, but God. he yeah, made that point. Studio, oh, all yeah. those yeah. giant oh, my media God. companies that most, if not all of them, don't exist anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. Because they were very, very exploitive. They were predatory. Yeah. Doesn't Machinima still? Machinima, mm, I think it still exists, but it ran into some issues recently, too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think, uh, like, every year it comes out with issues now. Like, every year someone's like, all right, they, they locked us in a lifetime contract again. And everyone's like, oh, we have to save another YouTuber that got themselves locked into a lifetime contract. Fuck. Yeah, or like, not a lifetime, <clears throat> but, like, any content you've made, we own yeah. and all those. Well, they did have lifetime shit at one point, didn't they? Like, they, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I think okay. they had to reverse it or they did something because basically having like a lifetime non-compete is illegal yeah. uh so <laughs> or borderline so it's one of those things that a lot of time it doesn't hold up in court it's just a matter of can you bring them to court yeah. no because they have several million dollars to throw at a lawyer and you have Dude, just a kid making youtube videos like you've got maybe wage. maybe the five grand <laughs> that you that you maybe saved up because you had a good sponsored promo or some yeah, shit but like... probably not because you spent <laughs> it on uh you know a down payment on a car and then went uh oh you know oh my god man never happened i don't that's never never happened never no no one's ever bought a, a lambo with their first paycheck that was i mean that was i think that was a darkened time for the the entire internet now the 2010 the beginning of 2010 that was like fucking holy shit we had uh man wasn't there like a wasn't there an issue with um games potentially no longer being able to be like streamed anymore i don't know if you were there that for that was, like, with microsoft uh, 
Microsoft had a big issue with streaming their games, I thought. There were a couple. It wasn't just them. I mean, that, that comes up pretty regular. I mean, that still happens. Atlas yeah, Games does yeah. that. Like really? with with Persona, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah. That yeah, was the big, most recent one. I thought you meant like Atlas, like the pirate game. And I was like, no, no, Atlas Games, they have to hide? not. Uh, uh, yeah, Atlas Games. Uh, uh, Atlas, mm -hmm. the game, mm -hmm. wants people to stream it. So <laughs> they have uh, people playing it. Yeah. Um, Actual player base. Yeah, uh, it's it's RP now. The, their player base is almost entirely RP. So good for wow. them for trying to support it. Yeah. Same with like Conan Exiles. Like, you they're adapt, all about right? that. They're all about the RP community. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks like even uh, giant tangent here, uh, uh, like Red Dead RP, which I'm totally getting oh into. Oh my god! Yeah, it looks like it's uh, blowing up. Uh, well, it's not. It doesn't exist yet. Oh, then Red everyone's Dead. just sharing Red Dead clips. Oh, okay. Correct. All right. And, so they're just and, RPing and, and, on their own streams then. All right. Okay. Right. Well, because there is online, but there's no, so oh. you can play like multiplayer, like four player or something. So like, okay. you know, the, the people that you see playing it, RPing, it's just like the few of them. Gotcha. Which is gotcha. great. Fuck yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's, it looks like when it was announced, uh, I think it's 5M is the one that does GTA RP and all that. Okay. They were already like, we're working on the code to make it so it's uh we'll have our server. And that was before launch. So I'm like, did Rockstar actually give them the code ahead of time? Damn. Oh no, I saw that it was a couple days before. Yeah. 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 Mm. So like I I hope they did because That'd be cool. yeah. it's 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 showing like the the validity of getting games streamed and 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 just like embracing your online community yeah Rockstar's pretty bad about exploiting them at the same time <laughs> yeah they are but, but it's good no i see what you mean it's like it's a good it's good to see that they're trying right um, compared and that to it's acknowledged before. yeah yeah good where it's just like oh you want to stream your game no like, <laughs> we'll sue you <laughs> and we'll dmca you oh, and dude. we're gonna we're gonna look at oh your content and, and we're gonna be nintendo and take 30 percent of your revenue only if you're uh whatever Nintendo. The, whatever the fuck it was nintendo's better about it now they are now actually, but oh my was, that was God. only a few years ago where yep. you had to be a nintendo ambassador that's what it was they and only reversed take, that like two years ago right yeah it was yeah. something like that yeah and it was before that they would just take your revenue uh it will willy-nilly sometimes they would sometimes they wouldn't yeah uh or no, they just would do that until the ambassador program. And yep. the ambassador program, <laughs> you'd have to join the realization. That. Yeah. yeah. They'd you'd have to join it. They'd have to approve you. And yep. then they would take only a portion only of the re revenue. Thanks or whatever major. it was. It may have been 50. It was some stupid, like, crazy high number. Yeah, it should have been fucking zero. Um, because <laughs> that's not how it works. But okay. They're like, we, we got the they... advertising revenue. Like, did you... Did, your game sold because I advertised a razor on my channel. Okay. Ugh. fuck man. That was, that was messy, dude. I'm really glad that streaming has now been validated and kind of like, I mean, did you see the, the league of legends, like world championship video this morning? No, they have fucking like holographic projections all over oh, the, yeah, all over the stage seen. and shit. Yeah. That was, that was absolutely insane. Every time I see something like that, I can only just continuously think of like when I first started watching Twitch, I was like, in a basement on my couch on like a fucking CRT TV watching on the shittiest, tiniest laptop back in like 2011 when it was just in TV. Right. And now there's so many fucking holographic projections and what I was like, what I was saying with Kriparian, how he was like, yeah, way back when we couldn't even monetize. And now someone can be bought out by another platform for $20 million, $30 million. Like, 
Yeah. Holy shit, what a leap in a decade. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. I, I mean, like that happens every couple of years, right? Facebook, um, I mean, Facebook's, uh, Zot just went over to Facebook. Um, yeah. And, and they they reach out to a couple people every couple of years and buy somebody and move them over and see how it, it works out. to a lot of people every year. Yeah, a couple of people is probably, yeah. Only a couple accept. <laughs> only a couple accept, yeah. That's a better way to put it. So, like, it, I mean, I think that's always happened, but it's happening, like, a little bit more. I think I actually, this is why when I, because when I invited you, I think this was happening, right? This was, like, right after Shroud had moved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was curious. I wanted to know what your what your thoughts were on that work. Because I remember, I was like, Dan's, a, Dan's an important businessman. He's seen <laughs> he's seen a business and other money things before dan's I've held more money once. in his hand than uh the average twitch streamer's paycheck which is five dollars um i've i've held uh i don't know half a million in my hand before jesus christ about in, in checks mind you oh, but i was gonna say why didn't you run like uh because it was in checks and also if it was in cash i probably would have had like an armored car no, I was just like, True. I got to deposit this month's checks or this week's checks or whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, we had a lot of business this week. Wow. Uh, that was that was back when I was doing far more heavy lifting accounting. Um, that's crazy, though. Holding that much money is stupid. It's just I like, cool. <laughs> this is a house in <laughs> Seattle. You're right. Like, fuck, man. I know you can, not a, you not can a like, good house, but a house. <laughs> that's not a down. That's not a down payment. That's a house. I mean, back yeah. then. Yeah, back then that was a house. Probably not now. I mean, now you could get a house in Seattle for 500. It's falling apart, but you could get yeah. one. Yeah. Is it is it really bad there? Like the. Oh, not to not to ask too many questions at once. But is it like because I know Vancouver. I just had a thought. Vancouver's fucking. They're comparable. Wow. Holy they're, shit. They're comparable. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, if you live in Seattle proper, um, yeah. you're, you're going to be looking. I mean, if you get a fucking scream of a deal, it is more than likely because the house has problems and you're going to flip it and or mm. build on the property after tearing the house down. Yeah. But when we were looking around uh, one, you basically, you put down an offer within a week, you will know who owns it. Um, Holy shit. They, yeah. uh, we were here. outbid multiple times in cash by over 50 to a hundred thousand dollars jesus fuck what that's like that's so pointless i would go up by tens or something like what the fuck People that's how you know the, they don't care too right they, they're they like just want that property yeah yeah they're just like well and also like because you're selling it you want it's it's the bid doesn't necessarily determine who's going to buy it mm -hmm. because the, the the seller has to pick so like the house we have right now we only outbid by ten or twenty thousand, right? But there were others that Not were bad we knew were higher. Yeah, it was just the the people who are selling it for some reason liked us. Like hmm. some of it, there it, like if it's I mean, not a company. Won. Yeah, if it's not a company, they they actually be like, oh, we you know we would think we kind of want you to have it. We're still making money on this mm -hmm. house mm -hmm. and this. Now, granted, like we made a fucking good investment because we've already made money on this house, so to speak, when we sell yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's also the Seattle market. You bought a house, okay. great. Wait two years, you'll make money. Uh, wait one year, you'll make. But money. it's like it's like no longer than seven years, right? Isn't there something weird in the states when you sell property after seven? Like you have to sell it before seven years. I no, think. you could sell it whenever. Well, you I mean, you like not, but you should. Uh, I remember reading something like you oh, should sell within seven years because of like X if, Y like mortgage or something. Yeah, it, for like market reasons and yeah. like market trending. There's a bunch of things like that, and you know how taxes might change. And there's there's a lot of. I mean, it's like long term investment. Seven years, right? That's a long time. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, just, um, or you know, short, mortgages but... tend to be 30 year mortgages. Yeah. So, uh, which is a death contract by a uh, technical definition, gauge oh. death contract. Fun. Wow. Really? Is that... Yeah. Mort. Mort. Mort death. Yeah. Jesus. And like God. gauge, like the root, like it's, yeah. it's death contract. You are expected to die with this contract, <laughs> but we've gotten the ability to live longer. So fun. Uh, fun. Uh, I, did t- I mean, today, yeah, no, that kind of blows me away. That today I learned. Holy shit. I'm trying to see uh, where Seattle is on like the most expensive cities in the world. But it's one of the top. It is not the top. I think yeah. Toronto is actually Toronto like was the um, it's not, way up there. Toronto fight, was 10th, I think. Tenth. Um, OK, Seattle fights it, though. Um, I, I would be very shocked if we weren't on that list. No, actually, not in 2019. Um. Singapore, it's Singapore, Paris, and Hong Kong are ranked the worst, which I I could understand that right now. Um, worst, well, worst as what is what are they ranking? How, cost of living, cost of living, yeah, yeah. okay. And okay. Hong Kong has a crazy cost of living, right? Yes. Um, yes same with does. Paris. Apparently, it's like a rat house there. Like it's just there's you have houses on top oh, of each other, on top of yeah. each other, on top of each other, and they're all yeah. like cut up and dissected. You got Geneva, Osaka, Japan, Seoul, South Korea. Copenhagen, uh, New York, and Tel Aviv, and Los Angeles, California. Hmm. Wow, I wonder, where, I wonder where we are in that ranking then. Yeah, that's still, weird. I know, I know, we're very expensive. I think some I was going to say Toronto is, and Vancouver aren't even there. So yeah, I wonder what that list is basically because I thought Toronto was like the most, but apparently not. It could be in the the continental. Mm. No, See, Vancouver like, is the worst. Um, oh, Vancouver is the worst. Yeah. Okay. Toronto, I think Toronto's like top 10. I know every time I've looked at it before, Toronto was like top 10. And then Vancouver was just like number one. Because there's that, there's the, the housing bubble that just hasn't blown up there yet, but kind of did where they were, people were like, it was like a three, 3.3% tax was going to be uh, put on every empty house every single month. And mm. that's a big issue up in Vancouver is there were people that will just buy giant just gold bricks of a condo building build it and then not sell it or not rent anything out or buy a plot yep. and not do anything so i think yep. the story corporations doing that to try to bring the value up so they can yep. sell it later is a lot oh, of man. what the reason for that is money man money that's if only you ran with that five hundred thousand at one point you could be on an island and could be. not thinking about any of this maybe yeah. eaten by cannibals but not thinking Possibly. about any of this <laughs> no i mean hell if i just owned the island i'd like i don't know hire the cannibals to keep people away from me like With what your fingers good. they don't know what money is <laughs> they know what yeah, fingers are no like there, there's some sophisticated cannibals <laughs> out there you're gonna be probably. out there like uh, dress like Jack Sparrow after like fucking three months, missing three fingers, and that's going to be the story every time. Like, how did I become I've got the a leader? Jar of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> how did I become the leader? Well, with a jar of dirt and my two pinkies. Mm. Um. Uh. So you, you did ask a question about. Uh, I was going to say things. And please uh, reiterate that question. Well, me. I was. Uh, I was going gonna... to kind of reiterate it. Just put it another way, though. Like, if if a company were to offer you money to switch platforms, like how much would it cost you? A lot want uh the main thing is retirement yeah because yeah. a lot of those companies right now um and i want to I, I want i can't remember who tweeted it uh, i don't know if you saw it or not it was talking about the viewer base of mixer mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna like shit on mixer or anything oh. it's just more of the the viewer base of mixer uh outside of the big ones as right. in like shroud ninja uh Gathalian, uh and now uh courage jd 
believe no it was he's on youtube oh he's on youtube yeah right yep. sorry YouTube so those those and then uh i think there was one other one or maybe it was just mainly those three Cathalian yeah Ninja oh are you talking about the pie graph said like youtube had like 18 percent of the viewers in this uh, no quarter? oh it's okay. different okay. uh that there's that there, that's one of the other things but it was talking about like mixers viewership in general it was like yeah. 30 or 40 percent of all of their viewers were those three big people Oof. and that is out of it was like tens of thousands of viewers not wow. hundreds of thousands right. which meant that all of the others which there was like i don't know 16 17 20 000 broadcasters on the platform oh there's that many it, now good for them it, good for them but yeah. With the amount of viewership, it averages out. Some will be more, some will be mm. less, but it averages out to about four viewers a, a broadcaster <sighs> left over. Ooh. That is the average. So if you're like, I'm going to switch to Mixer, yeah. I'm going to get viewership. No, you no, won't. No, Damn, man. Well, that's. I, I think I saw a similar tweet of some... I think the day after Shroud moved, like him and Ninja both had 20,000 viewers, which is fucking incredible, right? For, for that platform, for the, it really is. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, like, not even if they had a thousand, it's still, a, you know, a lot of people. But I mean, yeah. if they, they previously had hundreds of thousands, right? Um, and I think Ninja, like Ninja switched at a time after that kind of peak viewership um, left his channel and kind of Shroud started to become the bigger streamer on Twitch. Um, but like... Just a just a like too many fishes, too many big fish in a not so big pond is uh is not going to. I don't I don't know how that's going to work out like long term. Um, it, it won't. Yeah, like, it won't. Do you think Do you think there's any way that Mixer can like combat that like with like really really aggressive advertising for like new viewers or they need to get like that's that's the big thing they have to get more they have to get a larger viewership base yeah but also to do that they have to get their UI actually good oh, um you know have like you it? messed with their chat at all or like really watched I don't so, think so I don't I actually like nothing against Mixer I just I can barely watch people on Twitch you know I get right analysis paralysis man I look at the following page and there's 400 people and I'm just like I'm gonna watch a YouTube video <laughs> like fuck. sure so well so the chat experience their chat program is not great um from what I've seen pretty regularly is when someone comes in brand new brand new to the platform like hey I wanted to switch over because Ninja's here now and I want to yeah. watch Ninja and I always did and I love watching him and I like his content. Okay, great. You do that. You switch. Uh, and you're just like, what the hell is this chat thing? I don't really get like, I, yeah, it's, I mean, you type in and it pops up. Right. But usability wise, you have to add like tons of plugins and things to kind of get it the way you, you want. Oh, Whereas okay. like with Twitch, you put on better Twitch TV because most people have that. Sure. Yeah. Even without better Twitch TV, really the only thing you're losing out on for the most part animated emotes like and, most people yeah. don't use a ton of the other functions there are them but yeah. most people don't with mixer from people i've seen and heard and and like kind of looked through that how their chat works a lot of it's like it's really basic interesting so it's really just, basic yeah so it's really bare bones then yeah I mean, like fortnite's got six thousand viewers on their platform right now which is not great yeah, that's not too great. I think I think though that I'm like I'm looking at a it seems like at least the people that they're featuring on their front page there's a decent average of viewers here. Their top 5 is like 200, 300 and I mean sure. I know as a streamer that's a livable amount of viewers to to be watching you. If that's if that's you know 300 or 200 dedicated people, 
Um, Absolutely. That's a good amount. But for people like Shroud or Ninja, I feel like, yeah, that would be, that would dry up right. really, now, really also quickly. Realize that is viewership because they are on the front page. Right, right. Well, no, no. I went over to the Fortnite directory here. So, oh, like, there's oh, like, yeah, yeah. So, there's like a, someone with uh, the main one's got 2,000, and then the second one's got 300. So, huge deficit. Um, kind of reminds me of like, if you look at Hearthstone, when, when, uh, whenever the main streamers aren't on, um, it's got like 2,000 people in it. So, that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. That's why I was asking, like, do you think they just do like really, really aggressive advertising? Like, how do they you have that? to make it a known entity and, yeah. a, and give a reason to watch. It's like, those are the big things. So seeing like Twitch and like big tournaments like mm -hmm. on ESPN, that's huge. That's huge. That's, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Uh, even though I, you know, I'm already on the platform, rather, but like I saw a Twitch ad on Hulu yesterday. Damn. Yeah, I've seen cool. some of that. Like somebody tweeted or Lyric retweeted it because someone saw Lyric at their like local mall. They had a one of the pop up the vertical billboards, mm, and mm -hmm. he was on it. It was their vertical Twitch ads that they've been doing. So, like, and they're out that's there. What you have to do. Yeah, like you have to make it something where people are interested. The other problem with it is a lot of people our age or our generation are mm. already on the platforms. Whatever, yeah. whatever it is, yeah, in some capacity, uh. So it's it's the okay. How do you convince people who aren't on a platform that don't watch any of this mm -hmm. to to find it? Like it is a it is a cultural thing. Like I was trying to think about this a little while ago and going, this is just like I think the thing I was thinking of just a, I don't know like a week ago. I'm like why why would people sub to me yeah. or anyone for that matter? Yeah, it is such thinking. a weird fucking concept. Why would someone give you $5? Like, especially if you're not sitting you? there going, I'm trying to make this my full-time job. Because if you're right. not sitting there every three seconds going, this is why you need to give me your money. But even then, then why would they do that when you say? Yeah. Like, I mean, because hopefully you've convinced them with whatever, whatever, you know, in whatever time that you're worth at least $5. So that because you've given them that entertainment. Right. And what, what yeah. we're saying is if you give me your five dollars, I'm guaranteeing that I'll be here again for you the next time you need me. Sure. I, I, I like I get that. Right. But again, like where where was that switch of like people want to give money mm. to some rando while they're sitting at their computer? Yeah. Yeah. And some of it could be like, all right, you walk by a street performer and you toss them a couple bucks or something while they're playing mm -hmm. or uh you you go to a comedy club and you pay the cover fee to get in there and listen to the comedian yeah. but people do this every day and yeah. watch every day and some people will give money every day and it, not just once a month once yeah. a month and they'll do it to multiple people and it's kind of went like when did this happen? And also, how sustainable is it's this? Not. One, it's I mean, not. Yeah, it's not. Like, after eight years, it's fucking not. You know, you'll get, like, a, you'll get someone that'll come in, they're like, oh, man, here's, like, my life savings over the course of four weeks. And you're like, I, you have to be careful. Like, you should be careful. And then fucking six months later, they come back, they're like, yeah, I had to go get a job. Like, things aren't really good. And I'm like, I fucking told you. Like, you shouldn't have gone to 20 different people and given them $1,000 every day. Yeah. So yeah, I know it's it's unsustainable, right? You've got to find a a different a different way to to monetize. D Danica and I were talking about this yesterday because she does she does Patreon, she does cosplay, she, Twitch isn't her main gig, right? And she was like pretty adamant, like I was forced into it, you know. So yeah. like I didn't want to do this, right? That story's funny. Yeah, I remember that. It was <laughs> yeah. great. 
<laughs> um, and that, like, I mean, I think that's that's the weird thing about Twitch is like, if you look like you want it or or are asking for it constantly, people won't give it to you. If you've just been like, if people, you know, if you truly just let it be organic, that's when that amount of support happens the most. But I don't yeah. know, like, I agree. I don't know when that cultural shift happened. But also, like, there's, like, televangelists, right? There's people in the States that are like, if you give me money, then Jesus will love you because he wants me to have a jet. Like, that famous guy. So, <laughs> eh, you know, like, that's, it's uh, maybe not such an old thing. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't, like, that's why I say it's, it's not an old thing because, like, again, like, street performers new, and things yeah. like that, that, that has been around. Tipping yeah. culture has always existed in that sense. Um, it's just a matter of, like, the next step is okay. Well, it's older generation. Mm -hmm. I don't think they see the value in it. Which, I mean, clearly they they don't because we don't get that. You don't. You get some people like right. in the community. He's like, oh yeah, I'm like a sixty year old like retiree. Because, yeah. and then this is fun. I like watching this. But not like, everyone is fifty years. No, most of them are in their twenties and thirties. That's college. the general demographic for yeah. for Twitch, college or post college, um, and. I'm I'm real curious, like what the marketing strategy for for Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, all mm. that is. How do you get people who don't care about this kind of entertainment interested in it? Things like podcasting, that, that yeah. that's a lot easier because it's usually like, well, it's it's rate, you know, it's essentially new radio. It's, yeah, Ra radio talk shows has been a thing for <laughs> like a hundred years there's, yeah there's talk like, shows in every medium right you've always had like debates or there's comedy nights yeah. or you have people on tv that do talk shows and there's radio talk shows and yeah and that's is and if anything like that's kind of how you have to advertise it is like yeah. no 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 this is basically a talk show but with visual and you can ask you can call you can phone in yeah to the show immediately and get a response right away without yeah. paying or waiting on the line for a half an hour uh <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know like it's a I think I think you definitely have to like when you when you think about where Twitch is going to be in 10 years, I think it's really, really hard to even fathom because like I said earlier, like, you know, 10 years ago, you couldn't even monetize on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, and now, again, it's it's different. But I mean, well, now, no, someone just got paid to go stream on YouTube. So, yeah, like it's a where is it going to be in five, 10 years? We have no fucking idea because I think yeah. that's our, our greatest fear is, is everyone going to get bored of me tomorrow? So oh, definitely. And that's maybe like a, a wider fear, you know, is everyone just going to get bored of live streaming tomorrow? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the hell, like I, I both like the, one of the newer features that Twitch put out the founders badge, you know, what, mm -hmm. where you see the little no, like first, you know, like yeah. next to there, if they want that on. Yeah. Um, I have, I've seen two of them in my channel mm. and it's like 10 or something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure those other eight may not even be on Twitch anymore. Yeah. I don't know or where if they are they're gone yeah uh they're watching someone else fine i get that i'm not like oh bitter it's more just kind of a well that's unfortunate like 80 percent of my my potential original viewership might not be here anymore yeah. why not reward the like top 25 people a month that tune into your chat and give yeah. them a special badge you know it's you know? just like and for for some people i'm sorry i think i can't remember who it was it was like I've been on Twitch and partnered for since partnership existed. Yeah. None of my people exist anymore. I will yeah. never see that badge. I have, I think two of my founders, I think are still on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's it. You know, the other, I, I met one at TwitchCon this year and he was like, yeah, man, I'm like, I'm off, you know, getting a degree and everything. I'm doing great. I'm, 
you know, I, sorry, I haven't been around for a while. And like, sure enough, came in and they were like, oh, yeah, it's been like four years, but it's been four years because they've had a life. But now they have a badge that I can never give to anyone else. I mean, thanks for supporting me, but I'm never going to see I'm going to see you once every four years. Right. I, yeah. I guess I guess that's awesome. I just wish I could give those like those 25 people that are really supporting me. Which, every month. I mean, technically, the VIP badges and all that. Kind of yeah. Stuff that. But you have to do that all manually. It's all manual. All yeah, there should be systems in place like. I mean, you talk about like Mixer needing a, a new UI. I think the best any new streaming platform can do is like just have literally everything in place because all we're dealing with currently is it's like everything on Twitch is a beta, right? It's all like a beta <laughs> or an alpha, right? And we, we fucking get to, we get to pilot it and test it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work in a year and a half, it gets abandoned um, or sooner, but eventually it gets deleted from the site, like premieres, like, you know, whatever. Pulse, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever anything else that, that ironically wasn't on the pulse of Twitch when it came out, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> which is which is weird. I don't know if they need like a faster dev cycle. You know, like I don't even I don't know if that's even possible. But you have I think a, their you have dev a site cycle that, is pretty damn fast. It's just a yeah. matter of which project gets priority. Yeah, that's or, how most or money income or money. Yeah. yeah, well, that's yeah, it's that's tied to priority. <laughs> but yeah, true, true, yeah, but yeah, it's, in terms of like. The, the original question which was mm. what would it take to, yeah. to get you to switch money wise like enough for retirement because mm. most of those contracts outside of shroud ninja uh you know gathalian all Gethalian, that yeah uh outside of those you, if you get paid to go to one of those platforms i guarantee you it's a one-year contract not more than that mm. and there's going to be specific language on like what you're meant to contribute because most of those and this is not me saying like if you're if you're offered and you're paid to to switch like how dare you you're selling out whatever technically yeah you're selling out but it's for your own betterment yeah fuck it works yeah. out better fucking do it make that uh, money but a lot of it your viewership's going to be lower no matter what platform you switch to yeah. clearly like ninja held hundreds of thousands you know it's twenty thousand. okay yeah. that is a giant difference that's a huge that is difference. a drop in income so they are paying you basically to offset your drop in income. That's mm -hmm. the goal. So if your income on Twitch, you know, is 400 a month and you get offered to be at Facebook for, I don't know, a thousand a month or 2000 a month or whatever it is, that's a huge upgrade. Yeah, definitely. But it's a year contract. And what are you bringing to there? More than likely, they're bringing you on as a consultant. They don't mm. care because they know your viewership's going to be garbage and they know they're not going to get money out of you. They yeah, know. that's that's interesting, too. I think it's like there I want to you know, I wish I could sit down with one of one of those people that are like doing the the poaching or whatever, whatever, whoever's doing it and just ask like what those long term goals are, because I mean, you have you have a couple streamers that have just swapped back over. Right. Uh -huh. Oh, really? You have? I I've mean, do you want to talk I've about poached. it or? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, like I've, I've had people thought, reach out yes. to me um, or I was just going to say, you know, like I, there's got to be they've got to be sitting there and like they've got to know that some people are probably going to switch back if things don't turn out well for them. Right. Because at the end of the day, there's like we I mean, you can't really have loyalty to a site if your bills aren't getting fucking paid. Like, yep. Uh, well, so a lot of the people that switch back, I can't mm -hmm. say this for all of them. They haven't told me this, so I'm not going to put words in any of their mouths. Yeah, but, so yeah. don't think anyone listening to this being like, ah, well, Daniel said that uh, mm. you switched back because, but like the contracts don't renew. They renew only if you are bringing in a significant amount of income to them. Yeah, there's probably clauses see, everywhere. 
oh yeah um they're bringing you on as a consultant to improve their platform mm -hmm. when you are done being used you are done mixer is owned by microsoft youtube is owned by google yeah. which is owned by amazon and people love to forget that they are corporations out to make money you are a tool so if you have if your usefulness is up and you've given them all the ui feedback they want that they hired you for yeah. or given them all the feedback on how to you know what's a good bit rate and like what are some good industry standards they're done with you. They're not going to renew your contract. And after that year of getting that money, you are SOL. You'll you, need to switch back and you have no more viewership. Do you think, oh, well, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it's very highly unlikely that, that if you were to, um, if you were to swap back, like all your viewers would be like, oh, hey, you know, welcome they back. Aren't. Um, Look because, at everybody who swapped back. I yeah. don't mean this negatively, but they have a, a, a fraction of what they had before. Yeah. I they do. I'm just curious, like, because I've because I've thought about it my myself, right? But each time I come up to it, it's it's like a you know, hey, this it's like you said, it's probably not worth it. Um, and that was, I mean, that was for free, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and for free, it's definitely not. Yes. Um, but like, I think I I think I said on stream the other day. Uh, no, I was talking to Pockets, and uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, I would go for two million, and he was like, what? Yeah. He's I'd like, go for. Why not a million? And I was like, I want, like, listen, like, a couple million is a couple million, man. That's a couple million dollars. That's it. That you can invest a shit ton of that. I mean, like, uh -huh. I don't want to be a billionaire you could, in life. If you were frugal, you could live off of a couple million. Yeah. I say frugal because it's, it's not as much as it used to be, but yeah, at the same time, but you could live off of that with some smart investing and mm. saving. Yeah. Um, I think here's like a go out and buy a Lambo, but right here. Well, here's a more long-term thought like streaming will hopefully in some way be around for a, a pretty long time. I mean, we, we don't know, but this it'll is evolve a, at the very least. Into yeah. Something. And I mean, fuck it has, man. It really has. Um, I wanted to, you know, well, I was going to say like, it's, it will be around for, for a while. So like the, the good news is like, even some of these people that have made these mistakes and swapped or, or if, you know, whether or not it is a mistake for them, if they've come back mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, it was a mistake to swap and they're trying again. Like, I mean, there's only, I want to say this like unlimited time, you know, like as long as you have the time and, and you want to, yeah. you have the money and you can do it. Like people have gone back to it and they're going to keep doing it. Like, I don't, I don't know about you, but like, since I've been streaming for the past for fucking ever, there's been so many points where I'm like, I I just need to, I need to get a job. I need to, I need, this is it, you know, like, and it's not like, it's not like, a, oh my God, I'm, I'm fucked. It's just more of a like, okay, well that, you know, this, this was an amazing five years. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the next year it's like, well, this was an amazing six years, but this might be it. But then there's, you know, there's a really good stream or something, or there's like a really good month and it's like, fuck yeah. Okay. I get to keep going. Right. Sure. And I'm always perpetually in that. Like when, when's the final one? Like, when's it like, well, that was a good decade, but like, I can see how a lot of people who have done it for five years and they're like, I can keep doing this for another two years for, or another year for a hundred thousand dollars. Like, fuck yeah. I would, you know, yeah, yeah. I would take a six figure salary to do this. I've never experienced that in my life. Like, and thank, like sure. I said, like, thankfully there's enough time after where people can, I guess, readjust. I don't know. Like, unless you're ninja, it's not like the Twitch staff are going to hate you for coming back. Like, 
Yeah, right. I can imagine. Yeah. That's, I mean, Usually that's, that's get, Twitch's like, fault for putting all those eggs in one basket. Right. But. Well, I remember, see, like, I mean, when Renee came back, like, Twitch staff were just like, yay, welcome back. Like, yeah. it was really cool. That's great. That's great. Like, yeah. And I've I've chatted with her a little bit since. Mm. And it's just like, you know, in our each other's streams. But it's right. just like, it's good to have you back. Why? Because you've been a, a root, like a staple in, like, yeah. this channel. And, or not this channel, this platform. This website. And, like, we like you. Yeah, so. it's like not having, like, DJ Wheat or something, you know, like yeah. a, a staple, someone that you've known for fucking right. ever, Dance Gaming or Towel. Yeah. You know, like, those are, yeah, like, when you hear, like, Renee, you're like, oh, man, like, all Renee, yeah, wow, shit, I remember her, wow, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, those people have been around forever. Fuck, Dan just hit 10 years recently, Dance Gaming. Yeah. Fuck, and he finally got his first infraction after 10 years. <laughs> I felt so bad when I heard about that, man, because it was it was the auto-uploading that I felt bad for, because I've been hit with that where my loot emote on Twitch way back that was I remember that. approved by a staff member got deleted randomly after... That wasn't even, like, when the automated system came in. It was, like, six months after the automated system came in. Someone was like, this means boners. Twitch staff was like, that means boners. You can't have that emote. Like, what? <laughs> what? what? Hello? <laughs> I know. I think at first it was because there was blood. And I was like, you can't yep. depict blood in an emote? Yeah, okay. you can. You totally can. Yeah, yeah there are okay. Tons that do. Yeah, okay. I'll just change it over to water. And then they're like, nope, you cannot have any bodily fluids. And I'm like, that's what? It's okay. It's water. It's fine. All right. I'll yeah. just get rid of the emote because I'm tired of paying to get it redrawn. Holy shit. But yeah. that, that was the worst, dude. Losing that, that status, that approved upload status is like, it's, it's like going back to the dark days. I would be shocked if Dan lost that. He did. And he they is, don't give he it back. He said he lost the auto-upload, auto yeah. If you get an infraction, if you get a slap on the wrist from the automated system, you have to wait 90 days. You have to wait 90 days. Have to. Because I know because I fucking begged. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not dance gaming. But I fucking sure. begged. I right. was like, really? Like, are you serious? And, and like, my partner manager was like, man, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, dude. It was, it's, it's a, no, we can't. We can't. And I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like really? Yeah, it's, it's, and things like that are always tough because it's like, I get why they have to peep their foot down because yeah. they have to keep it down for the legitimate uses and yep. like when it happens, but it still fucking sucks, especially when it's basically a mistake. That was... They, I, I don't think I would have asked if it was a mistake or if I, if I felt like I wasn't in the wrong, because I felt like I wasn't in the wrong. I was like, I was talking to the person that accepted the emote when I uploaded it, right? So I was like, you are the one that put this through. And he was like, I know, man, but this is a different system now, you know? And I was like, yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, but yeah, I, so I was poached a couple of years ago. I won't say by who, mm -hmm. um, because there are several of them that I, have done poaching. Yes. Uh, but I was poached, uh, and I wasn't poached as a streamer. I was poached to work for them. Wow. Uh, because they wanted consulting. Uh, they essentially wanted me to do some stuff for creative and, and things. But yeah. uh, more or less, it was, it was kind of the same pitch. It was just as a staffer. Right. Uh, right. Which is, we, we want to know how to grow out these aspects of the platform and we want people and streamers to do that. So honestly, a lot of this, they're Damn. getting like outside of people like Ninja Cathalion, who right. are they're trying to bring in viewership through them, which isn't as successful as people 
would yeah, wish. I feel there like are the not a ton of viewers following them. I there feel are like some the consulting would be the most successful thing. Jeez. The consulting is why they pull on a lot of the mid tier. Yeah. And, and like, you know, we mentioned it earlier with Zot changing. I'm sure that's part of it. I don't know what it, what all will work out for him. And I hope I wish him the best. And hmm. I, I hope he's getting paid enough to, to make it worthwhile. And he saves and all that. Because who knows if they'll renew it after a year. My guess is they won't. Nothing against Zot. It's just that they're right. a corporation out there for money. Right. That's just your experience with corporations. Right? Yeah. Is, like yeah. if they're if they're if they're done getting your value, they are not going to pay you anymore. Yeah. I mean, we saw a blizzard laid off like what was it, eight hundred workers? That was three percent of their workforce. Which is those numbers are just crazy. Like A that they laid off three percent of their workforce. I think that was the 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 things that were maybe confirmed the was that oh my god, Shroud is a thousand viewers. Damn. It's just weird to see that, you know, like I'm just still on the mixer page. Um, yep. It's weird to see that. I think he just started because I wasn't he wasn't there before. Sure, but, sure. Uh, man, that'd be that'd be crazy. You imagine starting to a thousand people like you imagine opening your door to a thousand fucking people. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Uh, uh, blizzard layoffs. 3%. The blizzard. Yeah, it was just crazy to me that I was like, oh, my God, 800 people. That, that to me, that, that sounds like half their workforce. And it's like, no, nah, that's three percent. But still, that was yeah. so that they could report profits instead of a loss. Yep. Um, that was a short term. Yeah. Profits layoff. Cause so, corporation. Yep. To probably to please the share, shareholders, I'm guessing, or just to yep. look better. That's or exactly. whatever. It's, it's like, to show your shareholders that you got a profit. They get the dividends they expect um, because of how accounting works. Wow. You're basically, if you can show that profit, then you can give them the number they, they are demanding. Because yeah. Of their investments in you. Right. Because they, they um, put money in at the beginning of the year and they're expecting some out, I'm guessing. Well, it's so yes and no depends uh shareholders are people that you know like own stock in yeah. your public company uh and they may have bought it years ago okay uh it's more they have a stake in the company because they bought it and they partially own the company okay. so shareholders own that a portion of the company to some extent not the ceo the ceo just runs it right shareholders right. own it they, they're yeah. the ones saying we demand a certain return on our original investment because we own this company mm -hmm. like those a lot of those people they don't do anything for their income outside of they had money they spent it and they get money in return right that's really fucking simplified but no no and that's yeah that's a good way to simplify it that's essentially kind of how it is so when they're like we need to show a profit to our shareholders because they are demanding or expecting a hundred thousand to, yeah. to go into their pockets this quarter you know or whatever it is yeah yeah. And because we're at 75,000 that goes in their pockets, we're not reporting enough. There's going to be repercussions and they're going to demand stuff of us and changes. So let's lay off people. So we have that money in our pockets because we're not paying mm -hmm. payroll for 800 people. And now we can show, oh, yes, this quarter has the profit you're expecting. That is so fucking bizarre man and that's like i always talk about that too when people are like oh x company did this thing and i'm like guys if you really boil it down they are just making money and that's we can't expect anything better of them like it's a corporation you can't can't expect a corporation to do anything other than fuck people over but i guess at the same time you it's the more we rattle on against it the more we fucking speak out against it and yell at people for it uh i mean like i think a lot of the flack that blizzard's caught this year has been rightfully so and yeah, there's been absolutely. there's probably going to be some changes, maybe not every single change that needs to happen, because I don't know if you saw Jay Allen Brack's apology. It was uh, 
Oh yeah, man. I was, it was a not. It was one of those non-apologies. Yeah, like, we're sorry that you interpreted things wrong. Yeah, again, <laughs> again, right? <laughs> Fuck, man. That's that's Blizzard. Was he the same person that said you think you do, but you don't want it for WoW Classic, or no? I on. You don't know. Think maybe. you do, but you, you, do, but you don't. don't. You think you do, but you don't. It was J. Allen Breck. Yeah, it was. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, man, I spit. Oh, okay, man. Well, and so like something that wasn't. It, it's public. This is public knowledge, by the way. Okay. Um, and I've heard it from people, but like this was now almost six months ago. It was five months ago. Okay. Uh, there were. It was, I think it was, okay, hold on. Before I say that, let's see here. I feel like Joe Rogan now. You're like, this is public knowledge, by the way. And I'm like, oh, dude, let's go conspiracy theories. Well, I, you know, I have to, well, I mean, like, there's articles on it. It's not right, me getting right. insider info and breaking someone's. Yeah, you know, you, said, you, you just know. said that. And I was like, oh, like my ears went up. Like, oh, what is this? I just wanted to see when August 1st. Okay, yeah. So, you know, Ninja switched to Mixer on August 1st. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, uh, that wasn't something that just was like a July 31st. They went, uh, should we get mixer? Yeah. You want, you want 30 million? Like, yeah. uh, it, it's, it was definitely like probably months. And yeah, that takes a while, especially uh, to negotiate for and, that. And, and Twitch would have known too, because we'd have had a closed contract with them and all that fun. Mm. Um, but in June, so at like end of June month, month and a half away, from uh, Ninja joining the platform, there were actually a bunch of layoffs at Mixer. Really? Not publicly stated, but, but there is, there's confirmation. Uh, if you just look, you know, Mixer layoffs 2019, yeah. you'll find a ton of it uh, because a bunch of people basically did the tweets of like, I love my time working at Mixer. And it yeah. was like, uh, half a dozen to a dozen or more it's more than that from what i've heard from people inside oh i see that uh, no official statement has been made but the employees began celebrating their time and their co-workers yeah. okay they, it was yeah. very quiet it was yeah very quiet ton of layoffs right before ninja so it was kind of that say like we need to spend a bunch of money in our budget let's lay a bunch of people off Jeez. Uh, why because it's microsoft and uh yeah they're notorious for that shit I feel like I've talked to you about this like a year or two Wait. ago. Remember when I was saying like, uh, give it time. All these excited employees at Mixer are going to mm. start realizing they work for Microsoft when Microsoft's part putting corporate. People that was in. that was when we did. Uh, we made a talk show with Rue. We we had that whole night where we talked about Microsoft and Mixer. That was like think, two years ago. Now. Yeah, that was like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Didn't I call that. Yeah, you did. I mean, it's almost like you've experienced working for major cutthroat corporations. Weird. And like I'm from Seattle and know what Microsoft does. It's from, it's from Seattle gives you like being a Seattleite gives you plus five to corporation bullshit. <laughs> You're surrounded by Microsoft them. and Amazon are all here. Wow. And there's there's like a lot more too, right? There's um Oh, Nintendo's here. Yeah. Expedia uh is here. Jeez. Uh Zillow is here. Um the fuck is Zillow? Uh, it's a property like oh selling. okay. It's like red. Uh, it explains or, why uh, I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a property thing. Cool. Uh, you can use it for renting and buying and all that fun. But okay, uh, a, a, a giant chunk of major corporations. Apple's here now, so like there's uh, jeez, like, like we have a ton of them. So it's just it's always it always is super wearying for mm -hmm. me when when people that are our size smaller maybe a little bit bigger go I'll, I'll i'll get some money to be paid to go to this other thing it's like if you have a foothold i you better be paid 
out the nose. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you are really going to be reamed later when, well, we laid off half of our partnerships team, you know, because we felt like it. And uh, you don't have that anymore and you don't have anyone fighting for you. So we see no reason mm. to keep you getting paid. Stay on the platform. It's totally helping us, but we're not paying you anymore. Yeah, man, that's so fucking cutthroat, dude. That, and I mean, that's, they don't, they look at you, you're not a real human being to them, right? You're a paycheck. No. And they, no, they need God, that paycheck no. gone to, to be in the black. So, fuck, man. Cause there's just like, I think I was talking to my chat about this the other day about like, um, we were talking about brands. Like, do you remember, um, do you remember Totino's? Um, yes. they had a huge thing of like, don't say Tostino's. And, my chat like joked about it a little bit. Somebody was like, is that a Tostino's hoodie? And I was like, that's actually Totino's. Like that's it goes against all the brand clauses. But you know, people were like, oh, what the fuck? That's weird. And I was like, ah, like, do you have to remember guys for some of these people that is literally their life. They don't know anything else. They have, they have a different, completely different life. And there is someone breathing down their neck going like, did we make profits on the quarterlies this year? Like there's to them. We're just fucking, we're just red and black, man. That's all. That's yeah. all those. Yup. That's so hard to, that's why, again, I was like, Oh my God, blue, like 850 people is only 3% of their workforce, which I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you want to think of all the people that they have around the world. Yeah. That's why like, yep. it's so, it's so weird to, I feel empathetic for both sides. Right. Cause I feel empathetic for the person that had to make those cuts. I mean, they probably, I'm going to guess someone either didn't want to make them or, or has done them a couple of times, but I always, I, I can only ever think about further up the chain, further and further up the chain. Cause I visited a studio a couple of years ago um, of a game that I won't say, but it was going to be a very good game. Um, but there was a couple, there were a couple features in the game that the studio wouldn't, wouldn't budge on. Um, one of them being peer to peer. Um, and if you have like 30 YouTubers and streamers in the room saying you should not make your game peer to peer, um, a, this is a huge security risk for us because if I log into your server, everyone gets my IP, but like B, your servers are going to be like, everyone's going to be DDoS. This is <laughs> like, you need, you need your own servers. This is, you can't, no, you can't yeah. do that. It's going to be so laggy. Um, and I think like that, that was the first time I'd ever seen at a game company where, uh, maybe not like poor management well no i think i think mismanagement of people how much that can fuck something and how i how i think a lot of the time now that's my first thought is like what's the management like or or who's up the chain that's giving that order because it's you know those are like 10 people or 20 people are usually just doing what they've been told to do yeah. or not doing something because they haven't been told to do it it's that and person that oversees them they would get screwed over or fired you know yeah like, they yeah. can't yeah or i mean if they take the initiative it's just it leads to burnout because then they're sleeping for 12 hours under their desk or something because someone hasn't come into work because they've got the flu but the project's gonna ship and they've got to do it like fuck man i i always think of management dude that's the first thing i think of now like yep like oh yeah anthem my first thought was like what what happened there like what happened with the money who had to cut something because someone above didn't like it because that game felt like a little empty and there's there's clearly I watched you play it. Love. It looked empty. Yeah, there's clearly a lot of fucking love in there. So like who came in and cut it back? Like who Andromeda is another great example, also mm. Bioware. Mm. I loved Andromeda. It definitely had a lot of love in it. Yeah. It was absolutely mismanaged. Damn. Like, and that's like uh, like what ugh. what what parts of it 
that you were the ones that you noticed like with that like what what was your biggest red flags or well i mean like the animation which always got harped on that was some of that was like because the team wasn't it was their multiplayer team so like the multiplayer the combat the, Mm. the movement was all gorgeous and wonderful and it ran beautifully and then there was some of the animation you could like i mean the whole like did you play it through no i didn't no i actually okay. didn't even touch it i didn't even touch fair it. fair enough yeah i liked it i thought the writing was all right yeah like it wasn't bad it wasn't amazing because it wasn't their main writing team like, yeah it's not like this is the same person that wrote mass effect 2 yeah they're, they're yeah. all they're you're they're working at some other fucking company now well right? they're like they, or they're they're still at bioware they're just at not the third office that does only their multiplayer maybe stuff, yeah you know uh, it wasn't their main writing team. So like there's stuff like that. And there was one thing that always I went all over the internet, but like there was the like some officer that looks at you and you're like, hey, what's wrong with you? Cause she was being like rude or something. And she's yeah. like, I'm sorry, my face is tired. <laughs> like that was the line and it wasn't greatly animated. And I feel like they tried to insert slightly poor animation on purpose and that line mm. just because they're like, we are trying our fucking best man yeah i, I want to I, like i wish i could speak to the one person inside that studio you know I, I wish i could speak to just someone like someone that worked there or something and like you know what really happened but they're probably buried under ndas and you get these stories like 20 years later from like someone like when danny o'dwyer goes in and interviews all of the all the people involved on the project through no clip do you watch a lot of no clip or not really no i, I think they're fucking really cool like i remember watching um the one about the one about final fantasy sold me um the fact that he made like basically a fucking feature length film out of final fantasy and the fact that you i never knew that final fantasy 14 was like scrapped completely or not scrapped completely in development they they were scrapping one but still developing a second one they released 14 yeah and it was a huge flop it was Everyone hated horribly it. designed. Everyone yeah. in the beta was like, do not release this. Please, please, God, don't don't release this. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. we will wait. R- fix it. And they, they didn't released wait. it anyway. And it was a commercial failure mm-hmm. because of how bad it was. And I think they then they basically went, fuck. I think they took it down entirely and redid it or were in the process of redoing yeah, it. Yeah, no, they they kept the game up. They were updating it whilst stilling or while still that's making cool. a new engine and making the new game on the side. Which my first thought was like, holy fuck, that's a lot of crunch time, probably. Oh but, god, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, man. That would that must have been insane. But like it's it's you know, without no clip, I wouldn't have found that out. Same with I think Warframe, like Rue sat me down for three hours and we watched the Warframe documentary once. And uh I mean it's fucking great. Like no clip puts out awesome content. Yeah. Um I think they just got their their own studio too, which is really cool because like, um, no clip. If I'm not mistaken, started Danny O'Dwyer like he was doing a lot of writing. Oh god, I can't remember where he was writing for. And then uh, I don't I don't know the proceedings that happened, but I remember at one point he was on It Me JP stream talking about a Kickstarter fundraiser for starting this no clip thing, this mm. this cool documentary thing because he's like I have a lot of contacts in the industry. And then suddenly, like three four years later. Here he is. He's getting his very first studio. He just tweeted about it like a, a week ago. He's like, no clip has a studio now. And I was like, holy shit, man. This It's just really cool to see that like success story of yeah. something that isn't a friend playing video games on the Internet. You know, it's it's a it's a big creative endeavor like that's he was doing it, I think, on maybe not on his own. Right. But I think he was most of the 
using his own contacts and going out and filming. I don't know if he had someone filming with him, but I remember a lot of the times it was like a tripod scene where he's standing five feet away talking into a mic. Right. So it's it's neat to see those like those creative endeavors that are I think those are always things that I want to start up. Like that was that was table story for me was like starting something a little bigger than myself. Yeah. Um and holy fuck, man, table story has gotten Dude, when I saw your announcement for Reaper Relay, holy shit. Oh, man. I I was like, like, VO freaked the fuck out, too, because she was looking at the cast, and that was her first time hearing about it, right? So she's like, oh, wow. Oh, KPP. Oh, bloody. She's like, oh, Lobos. Oh, that's so cool, right? And then she's like, oh, my God, Dan's GMing it. What the fuck? Yeah, and she freaked the fuck out. How is that? How's the prep going for that? Are you, you scared at all? You, you nervous or... Oh my Sorry, god, your, cat's your cat is shirt. so cute. She's so cute. And Leela's she's so cute. So needy. It's like Bosco, man. We're not feeding we're not feeding the cats the good food right now. And uh, because of that, they get full much slower. And now it's like what it's literally like we don't feed them. It it actually feels like I don't feed them. I feed them and then at 30 minutes later, Bosco does not stop meowing for another nine hours until I feed him again. And then he goes on again and again and again. I think he's sleeping right now. I'm lucky. But uh, but yeah, like how's how's GMing for or, or prepping for the GMing been rather? So far, so good. Had, yeah. Like I said, like yesterday had a meeting about it. Uh, oh. I'm you know, I had my meetings with the, the, the players uh, had to split it up a couple times because scheduling and is fun when you've got five yeah. separate people. Welcome all to doing it. Their own thing. Yeah. Uh, but did. Uh, did those meetings so we can figure out like okay what's class race what yeah. uh, what's doing all that um and i've got like i know what like the plot's going to be mm-hmm. um or like the overarching plot i'll say because you know who uh who never whoever knows what players are gonna do yeah i've i've gm'd things offline yeah you have a home campaign of yeah i've got a home campaign uh starfinder uh, starfinder so yeah. based on pathfinder yeah uh, it's made by the same uh, paizo um that's so cool and uh i've been doing that for over a year now um that campaign uh with all the same players that's awesome um, do you guys play like weekly by bi-weekly by month bi-weekly bi-weekly that's awesome um because we do all of shows know, lives, lives work yeah things yeah because yeah. it's not all streamers um but uh I've been GMing in general since uh, almost 10 years now. Jeez. Um, and playing and, and all that. Mm-hmm. like Because I started in college, you know, with good old... The old, the old classic, the early days of D&D when they... D&D 3.5. Uh, 3 and then 3.5. Yeah. Uh, which is why I love Pathfinder so much because it still uses that system. And I'm a giant numbers nerd. So it's like, <laughs> yes. Yes, roll your d20 and add oh your 15 plus your five other things. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's that like? There's a word. It's like a, a check. There's a, fuck, it's like a crazy mathematical thing that you've got to do for some checks. Is that three, five? You have to like break out a ruler and shit and measure and, oh. Oh, oh, uh, you, for three, five, they definitely do have stuff like that. But Warhammer and things has way crazier, oh. like ruler and measurement things. Holy than, shit. Okay. The, that's because that's all figurine and you have to do like line of sight and right right uh and measuring distances for like certain weapons i know battle techs like that too where you have to do measurement uh oh yeah i always forget that's a board game first yeah because i played yeah. the video game right i always sure. forget they made Based it they, on the, it's a board game yeah the the tabletop or uh, tabletop yeah. yeah whatever figurine yeah. rpg i don't even know what you'd call that but uh i don't know either 
tactical i guess just tabletop like that's tabletop. like the original tabletop, tabletop right game. yeah yeah um but yeah three five you do i mean you do definitely have stuff like that it's not like i think later on is five you do like near close far or do they still do like this is a 30 foot they have, uh, yeah it's like distance. 30 120 180 or something yeah, okay, um yeah, yeah we're we're I, I still don't remember because it's like i think if they're within 30 feet you get disadvantage if they're over depends on like what you're doing too if you're like it's more like some ranges like oh if you have a bow and you're shooting within a certain distance you get yeah disadvantage you get like a penalty a check penalty unless you have a certain feat like close range combat i think is what it is okay Uh, Okay. and then there's also if you're firing into melee and you have to have a certain feat to also make it so that you don't take a penalty there so you don't accidentally hit a teammate right right all that fun uh three five definitely has really crazy i remember there being like a fucking equation it's like something everyone busts out like i think pb's mentioned it a couple times she's been like oh like you gotta do a something check i'm gonna remember it one of these days randomly i don't know what off the top of my head scream it at you yeah well and then there's always the it's this thing there's also the fun because i think it was three and they had to fix it in three five i believe it was three uh i don't know if you ever heard about whale bombs whale bombs no no okay great so this is how broken at times if high level stuff you could yeah. get with wording so this is why wording and like i'm pretty sure it was three it may have also been 2.0 but i'm pretty sure it was three mm. essentially there's summon creature and high level summon creature certain things like well if it's a water-based creature you have to summon it in water yeah duh, duh. you know yeah uh but one of the high level ones would be you know summon it in water but you could summon a uh, i think it was a sperm whale or a blue whale or something <laughs> like for high 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 level <laughs> so you can see where this is going I see where you'd this have is a going. wizard you'd have a wizard who'd have a flask of water and they <laughs> you'd have they'd hand it to someone and they'd toss it into a room and you'd have a prepared action to cast summon creature blue whale <laughs> on that water so you'd You'd open a door, toss in the the, the grenade, <laughs> cast the spell, and then shut the door, and the entire room would be instantly filled with a blue whale that would die and then kill everything else all at the same time. Holy shit. Uh, and then you'd walk in, and the room would be done. Granted, everything would be destroyed, including whatever treasure, but I mean, you killed literally everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that was... Holy I mean, if shit. you had a good GM, you'd just be like, no no but later that spell was like body of water this like with the, like the size yeah. of the creature or, you know something like yeah that. they like, have to put in like a, a little thing so you can't at the table be like well actually, actually it just says a body of water no matter <laughs> how big that is well, yeah, it could be a drop uh <laughs> a body of water you yeah. know it takes the experienced dm i think to sit there and be like well you know like even even if the rules don't say it you wouldn't be able to do that like or an experienced dm to like make it fizz out because there's not enough water or something uh, right yeah you have it, or, the yeah, rules you have yeah. something fail or yeah. or it causes the entire structural integrity of where you are to fail and yeah. now you are crushed by rubble yeah i would have had the, the wall explode broke. because the there's a whale bursting through the wall yeah yeah all right enjoy your reflex save to see if you also get crushed and die <laughs> i think <laughs> So there's a there's a thing like that in 5e with the the dinosaur like have you played a sorcerer and done the polymorph dinosaur yet not i haven't played 5e before never i did i did next testing 
So I've oh, I've done like yeah. early right, five, but not like, e, but it wasn't five e. e yet. Oh no. shit! Okay, no. So haven't been pulled into a table story campaign <laughs> yet for five e. I know. I, 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 if you left it at table story campaign yet, I was gonna give you the worst glare. <laughs> um yeah it's not like i've been in them for right. two plus years right. it was like you know, oh, before it was even I, table story I, on its own channel identity identity crisis means nothing not sure it means nothing stream, it's not even know. not even 5e all right guys it doesn't matter unless it's 5e um as a sorcerer in 5e you get um things that like it's like things that you can do you get sorcery points so it's just like a, a let's say you get six a day um sure and uh you can do cool things like change your sorcery points into spells. And you can also do cool things like recycle your spells into sorcery points. Um, there's a certain, there's levels, you know, if you recycle a level one spell, you get like three sorcery points or some shit. So as long as you have spells, you can kind of like infinitely change and recycle. And I used to just sure. literally sit there every short rest. You have to do a short rest to do it. Yeah. Um, but you also get modifiers. So one of them is um, Quicken, which lets you apply a buff to two people. And yeah. so Brad, uh, Brad Wodo for like this Dustville campaign that we had the very one of the very end bosses. We're in the fucking final dungeon. And I've like had this trick up my sleeve for like two weeks because I read about it. This is a character that I went to a forum and I was like, how to play the best sorcerer 5e. And they were like, OK, well, you want this spell, that spell, that spell, that spell at this level, take that spell. I so I met him as a as a character, but played him very true and role played him very true. Right. He was a fucking strong character. Um, you could, I polymorph myself into a T-Rex and polymorphed another teammate with the same spell because you could just cast it on two into a giant gorilla. And I beat the fucking shit out of this boss, dude. <laughs> like, it was, oh my God, I beat, oh, maybe I was a gorilla, I think. And uh, we turned the halfling into a T-Rex maybe because I was like, you get to go have fun with this. Like, this is dope. I've done it once. You get to have fun with this because I've done this you just polymorph yourself into a it's like a challenge rating seven is a t-rex the max you can go i think is your your level um your right. sorcerer level but the best thing to get is a t-rex it like it's got a bite does insane amounts of damage it like staggers on bite it's a huge creature it, it's got a ridiculous amount of health and um that's i think that's essentially how you play a 5e sorcerer after seventh level is you take polymorph and you every fight you polymorph yourself into a t-rex that's kind of like the i guess the whale that's bomb the, that's there the mid maxing yeah. thing yeah yeah that's what min max not meta i didn't meta him I yeah min not meta him. you mid max yeah yeah because meta the previous... would be using knowledge you shouldn't have that right. would have right the previous character i had before him was a was a bard that i loved and i walked into a cave and a banshee banshees have that the the whale and if you fail the con check you go down to zero health and i walked in it went ah and i dropped dead because i failed the con save but i i mean i was i was unconscious but right. my team wasn't strong enough, so they ran. And Brad was like, well, yeah, you would be dead. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, the next character will be literally fucking unkillable. Like, I want my sorcerer to do so much damage, nothing even gets near it. Like, I'm done with this. <laughs> it was, that was literally it. It was a cool character because he, um, he was possessed by ghosts randomly, like uh, Losa from Divinity Original Sin uh two have you played number number two a little bit yeah so i mean like, i think the first character you meet is losa she's she's got a spirit that lives in her head she's like a um a, i guess a gateway or whatever and that was that was the character that i played so brad got me back plenty of times where like he would i would be talking to them and then he would have him as this voice yapping in my ear and 
you know, in ta oh, at the table. Oh, he would just talk over right. you quietly. Yeah, so I'm like talking to you, but there would be this voice going, oh, wait, don't say that. No, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. Okay, so what you got to do is you got to go over here, like constantly. And it was just like, I would get confused because I actually couldn't hear because Zoom audio or whatever is garbage. So I just hear Brad yapping in my fucking ear for like 30 minutes of a session. But he was OP. He was OP. Pretty, that's the, that's the whale bomb, I think. Um, yeah, it sounds that, well, but that doesn't that's that's the whale bomb but you're not twisting words to make it work you're just it, using direct mechanics what is it there's i think technically the reason i brought it up is because like when i looked that up there were a lot of people that argued against it because there's a lot of gms that hate that like that's a oh you have a character that your your sorcerer the the kind of weakest bitch in the party just turned into a tyrannosaurus sex er, sex with not with 40 health but with 182 health and it now does like 36 damage a hit um so that like that imbalances a boss fight right i think yeah. there was a lot of gms that were like technically you shouldn't be able to um because of like this that and that and you know like it, I mean, your your intelligence goes down to one so technically you wouldn't be able to fight a boss you would just be a t-rex like thrashing around in the room would you kill your party members like yeah, but like, yeah. and that's and that's also a GM just being pedantic because it's like, well, it's a polymorph spell which changes your physical right. attributes, not your mental or spiritual, because you're still the same thing. Yeah. Otherwise, no sorcerer would ever polymorph into anything but like a parrot or yeah. something that has an intelligence score. Then that would make the spell useless. Mm -hmm. So, like, of course, that's not how it works. But that's you saying, I don't want you to do this, yeah. which, frankly. Just fucking say that as a GM. Yeah. If you like, don't want to do it, tell them ahead of time. Like, this is not a thing I'm okay with. Like in my campaigns and like the my offline ones, mm -hmm. I have a house rule which is no PvP. Okay. Why? Because one, we're not part. We're not. We're not doing a show. Yeah. So yeah. there's no drama that gets pulled out with that. Yeah. Um. It's an offline thing for people to de-stress. That is the whole point of it. Right. So while I'll put them in intense situations and all that, when I say no PvP, I mean like, no, you're trying to murder the other player. Yeah, because like what's you stopping have someone from coming in? conflict and all that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it's just not like the... I'm gonna go sneak up on them while they're sleeping in coup de gras. I've, you know, it's like, dude, I've never like I hear people that say they wanted to do that or like their GM let their do that, and, and I'm like, why? Why would your GM let you do that? Like, I killed another player just because I felt like it. Like, what? Also, why would you do that? Yeah, but like, like I mean, I'm the person as the GM. I'm the one that can slow down time and be like, you hear a knife, you know, and give them a chance to to react instead of just being gutted like a fucking fish, right? Oh it, man! It, uh, but yeah, I don't so get that, it. I, I put it's that rule. rule just so that they have it mentally, and you know, I do what I I've always done, which is yeah. like what I'm doing with this one. Is like, like you all, uh, and I think we do this pretty much with most of the table story stuff too, which is you all know each other in one capacity or another yeah. already. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So we don't have you walk into the 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 the, the melty egg tavern yeah. and there's an old man in the corner that you've received a bulletin yeah. from and he'd like you to go in his basement and kill rats introduce yourselves new party oh, man. now that you are sitting around with a pint each and you've never met each other before yeah. how do you and everyone's like i wouldn't do that what do they look like i wouldn't do that well why would i sit at this table the wizard if he looks old then i wouldn't like <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah. you already know each other 
you've you've done an adventure what's the adventure you did together yeah i love and just, that and it's just like putting them there you've already dealt with the weird awkward shit yep. you now have to establish a relationship and and because of that like even more so you don't get the it's there's there's one other thing i guess there's like two other things i try to ban in mm -hmm. traditional dungeons and dragons right i try to ban fighters yeah like in three five i'll clarify this for three five okay for later ones they kind of make it a little different but three five fighters were just as you level up you get more hits yeah yeah they're that, pretty basic really, there are prestige classes right. and things you can do and that you can make it more interesting before someone in this podcast comments is just like dan you're just you're just being ridiculous well i was There's gonna you could do with fighters but i was gonna say like is it because you want someone to do something more complex or is it just yeah like, so I want vanilla more, for you it's so vanilla and especially you. with like not new players but like well even with new players like i want you to experience something that is a little more interesting than just you walk up you hit a thing yeah like i want you to experience just a wee bit more than that in D, D I get that a lot. It's why a lot of us GMs will play like like third level first instead of uh uh like we'll start at third level be like you've yeah. already gone an adventure instead of being at yep. first level because like, I I think somebody somebody tweeted this the other day they're like unpopular opinion we should get rid of the like nobody likes the first and second level and I was like that's not an unpopular opinion man everyone hates first second level like you yes. can only do things at level three man well I used my one magic missile I guess I'll frost <laughs> yeah. ray for the next ten years like, <laughs> like that's like like a sorcerer or a warlock eldritch blast eldritch blast eldritch blast like that's all that's all it is the yeah. only time I've done that is with new players so my Starfinder campaign I basically session one they were level one session two they were level two okay uh yeah. like i just immediately was like this is for some of the people this is so you're because you're not used to the system we're gonna level you up right away yeah after yeah. this first mission that's good um but that's the other so like the fighters i i i go like i won't ban it outright but it'll be like you gotta tell me why you want this fighter yeah. what are you doing with this like and if you really want it okay but like please like i'd rather you play a barbarian because yes, at least something you've got, you've got something or in three five i would give other options because there were like 700 books and i'd be like right be a uh be like a spell blade or a there was like book it was like the art of art of battle i think i can't remember the name of the That's book cool. anymore uh but it was like tons of different it introduced the maneuvers and things which they've used in later systems nice for like fighters and things yeah but like the, it came from three five you'd have maneuvers so they were essentially spells for for warriors yeah yeah it's like when you like there's some like that when you block something do this when right that and absolutely do that. Yeah. it was all that which is good you need more depth other than just smacking and yeah. so i would be like play play the uh like this bl like blade hand i can't remember the name yeah. of the class it was one of my favorite classes for like a fighter but it's just like play this and you get tons of different stuff and you can make it really interesting mm. and different and it's not just you go and smack a thing it's more than yeah. that or, and at level six you can smack them twice twice <laughs> ah. <laughs> that's yeah i i think like D, D suffers from that too if you've played more than like one campaign especially because there's a there's a lot of like um fatigue i think that happens with these campaigns where someone will start you off at level one you'll get to level five but the campaign will fall apart and then you start at level two again you get to level six and the campaign falls apart but then you can only do that so many times you can only play through level two so many fucking times right um yep. so like it's uh D, D suffers from that a lot because there's just yeah i i think uh, i do really well with low levels now because i make it really fucking grueling for them um i don't mind starting a campaign at level one because 
I, I like showing them how weak they started as. Um, like in ragtags, I always think back to a moment where like they were, they were like level two and a scratch. Like they crawled through a cave entrance. Oh man. <laughs> they, they crawled through a cave entrance and I scratched Brad's character for like one damage on a rock and the fear in his fucking eyes. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, holy shit. I can play with this. Okay. Because yeah, they, they, it's like, if he's, if he's like a sorcerer, yeah, that's, that's 25% of your health. Was, he was, you know, what's funny. He was a, he was a paladin too. He had heals, but they, they, their group, it was great. They had a great dynamic where Brad's character was in a rush constantly he died and he had to be resurrected and he was given a month goal you know the, his god was like do this you're allowed to watch over your friend for a month as long as you do this um and so he was like i have to do this so everything became is it this no then keep moving so they never rested they never took breaks they were just they was like constantly into the frying pan out oh god. into the frying pan did they have casters that never had spells because of that? Um, <laughs> yeah, like their cleric, their cleric is, uh, it's funny because Tuesday, um, Tuesday doesn't really play cleric a lot. So she's still kind of learning it. And I think they're at like level six or seven right now. Um, and I'm trying not to like speed track them up too much. So, uh, sure. so that she can learn it. Right. Um, I love clerics. That's one of yeah, my favorite classes. Yeah. Well, as weird as it is. Peachy, Peachy Pixel, he also plays, he plays a rogue, right? A cleric is his main. Like he like, always plays a life cleric i think it's like his favorite class and so there was an episode where i think tuesday took a week off um she was sick and peachy played her character and they like they were like never more alive <laughs> like he was like he was like oh my god there's a bunch of stuff on her sheet that she's missing like the, she's supposed to be like healing people for an extra like three health per thing and so it's funny that they they she wasn't too strapped for spells um but they they needed it a lot. Like, I think Sopon's character got the shit beaten out of him every single time they fought. He was down to, like, almost one HP every single time they fought. He was a monk. So it was just, like, my uh -huh, imagining yep. of him was, like, he was just ass ugly after the first ten fights, man. He would just be dead. And, and it was so funny because, like, Tuesday's character is so attached to Brad's character. She'd be like, you're dying? I'm going to heal Brad. <laughs> Like he's on two HP, Brad's at 30 and she'd heal Brad and he'd be like, well, thanks. And you could just see the pain in Zot's eyes as he's slowly dying more and more. <laughs> That's yeah, great they, though. That's it, such a fun character dynamic. It was a really fun character dynamic. Yeah. Like they, they had an interesting one. Um, now they don't because the two of them died. Um, so Brad and Zot are playing these two little like dwarves. And speaking of like fighters, Brad went with a samurai instead of a fighter um yeah. because fighters are just the same fucking thing over and over i feel like the bar barbarians in 5e are pretty much the same too i mean you said you haven't played but like it's it's like it's, it's rage it's rage go smack things yep. rage go smack yep. things but well at least with earlier barbarians you could either prestige into something really different and cool like the uh like the barbarian or yeah, they have they have totem and, and bear barbarians yeah, yeah. that's so pretty like much the only thing you can do though in 5e is barbarian Sure, but it's still it's still different. It's yeah. not just yeah. go smack things. You have some options. It's yeah, it's interesting because I think one of them is a barbarian, or they're like whatever the totem one is. No, it's bear. I think bear is. Oh, I think it's just called totem of the bear. Whatever. Um, it's like half damage and 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 like they they get resistance to a bunch of stuff. They're they're always dealt half damage. I think and um, it. I think that's the only viable one. Like yeah. 
and that i, I mean that just viable stuff though yeah same oh. like i'm i'm all for a weird composition oh. you know it's funny that their group their group was different because they had two paladin or they had a paladin and a healer or a cleric so they had two right. healers and they had um at first i led zot and conochronus uh before he left the campaign they were playing a two-headed ogre so it was I remember a, that yeah. yeah barbarian sorcerer so that was a really cool mechanic because you had two healers and then this just giant fucking meat shield they shared a health pool so they had like 80 health at level one i think it was it was insane i, I can't remember how much health they had but right. they got hit for a fuck ton but they had a lot of health and then now like they lost uh brad's character died so they lost a healer and then the party dynamic changed way differently right sure and then they lost the monk and so there was no more like evasive kind of tank and the party dynamic has changed even further and even further and it's so interesting to see how like how different the campaign has to become be yeah just because of the different characters that they bring into it right like i'm really really excited to see the fucking classes now that i think of them for reaper relay like because i just remember you were like you were like we had the meeting and chose the classes and is this what rpg is this i ask or uh, it is uh it's 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 a mac it's a hacked masks Oh no shit system. Oh, that's dope. Oh, that's so it was really so easy cool. for them to learn. Yeah. Uh, which is handy. Yeah. Uh, I've said this on, on my head. Like it's a hacked mass system. That's uh, cool. Uh, you, I, I, it's, it's the pin thing in our, in the table story for Reaper relay. So Let you can see. actually see the system there. Oh, I can't actually, no, we have it, uh, we have it pretty well, uh, organized where, oh, where you are not allowed in there. I'm not allowed. Yeah, no, I oh, can only God. see rag tags and, uh, and oh, the other I ones. thought yeah. you could see everything. No, no, we, yeah, we filter it pretty, pretty well like that. Okay, cool. Um, that's all PB. I think PB just filters everyone and puts them there. And oh, I think enough. like they can see rag tags, but I can't see the other ones. So, uh, I'm calling them all out right now. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, no, I didn't know it was it was masks though. That's cool. It's a mask system. Yeah, yeah. it's it's fully fully hacked. It's it's uh, it's it's not a you know one to one conversion, but it's right. basically if you understand masks, it's a really easy system to get. And That's if you awesome. don't understand masks. Mass is pretty easy to get. Masks was really easy to understand. Yeah, I think by yeah. far that's the easiest system I've ever played. Like yeah. It just I think I wonder how much how much of that are those rules that WAC gave us the handouts because those fucking like it's a super easy system to play. But I thought about that a while ago. Like I thought that was a basic PDF handout from the game, but I think WAC just typed a bunch of stuff and he was like, "This is the handout. This is what the you remember like the moves that he basic gave us." Moves and things. That's, yeah. that was directly from the system. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because he, he, I don't, I, don't th I think he just cut and pasted them. Okay. Maybe because that's he what did. we're doing for ours. All right. Basic moves, all that. That's basically the same idea. Yeah. Because what Wax said, I think at some point, uh, Brad's doing the August Alliance. Um, yeah. That's kind of like our shill show, and he's doing that in masks. And mm -hmm. uh, Wack at one point was like, "Yeah, I gave him the things that I made." And so I had a moment like, "Oh, maybe that was it." Because it, I, we talked about he, like management before, right? Like, yeah. Um, so I don't know if those, if the, like, if those do come in the system, then that's really good. I thought Wack was like, I thought he made did the job of simplifying it all down for us. But those were really easy. To I mean, learn. I think he's, I think he made it so that like it was easy enough to, but like mm. the same thing was the neon screen, remember? And yeah. that's also the same 2D6 system. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's the same base. It's just God. a different, you know, deal with it. It's insane how different those systems. Like, I'm just, that was such a happy campaign. And <laughs> then Neon Screen was such a fucking meat grinder. You know what I thought about the other day? The emotion that we put into I Identity Crisis and, and Halcyon and everything, all the emotion that we gave it. I had this fucking hilarious thought the other day where I was like, we didn't have to do that. Like, I was like, most 
Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I thought of that. It could have been like, Team Titans. It could have yeah. just been Team Titans. Like that. I had that thought of like, wow, that is a testament to how fucking cool our table was. The fact that like we, that was the extra mile that we all went. Like I, because I, I, I don't know what you know. It's like a such a duh thing, right? But I don't know what made it click. I just sat there and I appreciated our episodes again. Like, yeah, we didn't like we got into screaming matches with each other. Like I, I was fucking crying half of those shows. Like there was real anger between our characters. And then afterwards, we'd just be like, hey, I love you guys. Bye. Like, peace. Yeah. And a short re debrief of yeah, like, I yeah. don't hate you. OK, see you later. Yeah. I mean, we were literally I mean, it felt like a lot of times we were literally acting there for yeah, it's, it's just the best of our abilities. Right. But it's yeah, much. Yeah. Oh, Hell that's yeah. the most role play I think I've ever done was yeah, on between, that show. Yeah. Yeah. Nocturne, Nocturne's a big role play for one for you, right? That's what you were about to mention, I'm guessing. Like, that was a oh, huge Oh, I mean, just in one. general, like, I, I, Nocturne was definitely the, the biggest. Yeah. Um, that was the nice thing about Reaper Relay, like, talking to them and, and, I, I, I didn't want to do it too much. Like, well, when we did Nocturne, <laughs> this is how the things, you know, like, it was yeah, more just yeah. like, hey, we are if like it will go as deep as you want it to be yeah yeah like and they're all like the cat i'm so excited for this cast because they're all like they're, they're all experienced our peers yeah in one capacity or another yeah um they've all used roll 20 at one point like they so don't have to teach them yeah yep like it's always like super like okay good like this is oh and man. they all in some like well not all all aaron is like uh he he used to be a uh, twitch streamer um, right. He's actually he's he's shifted Sketchling, over. Right. He used to be sketchlink. Yeah, I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, like he's doing well. I'm so glad to see him. Like, holy yeah, PB, I'd never heard of like I think I'd heard his name a couple of times and he right. knew who I was because he loves cooking apparently. And uh that was cool that he's like, Oh yeah, I know Dan. Like oh, absolutely. I was like, Oh, that's neat. That's so uh, cool. Uh and he's he's he doesn't go by sketchlink anymore. It's Aaron right. Black. Right. Um because uh, he's a uh, he's a novelist. Um, I, yeah, I saw that I, when I was I was like, holy shit, dude, I'm so glad to like see he's doing better. It's so awesome to see Twitch friends that are not doing Twitch, but like obviously yeah. are not fucking homeless. Like, right. That's, yeah. You know, yeah. that's the fear we have for everyone is like, oh, where do you go? What did you do? Oh, you're an author. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah, man. Right. Um, Sorry. So he's no, you're good. So. So, yeah, with like Nocturne and things like using that as an example of like, you can go as raw as you want. Yeah. Like like a carrot without spoiling anything for anybody and because if you ever watch nocturne or listen to it go do that please that's one mm -hmm. of the few things i'll just be like yep i will self-advertise hard for that show because yeah, i love watch it so much um but like a character in a scene brutally strangled and stabbed another character I and heard about that. both players rp'd it out yeah i heard about that and it was nightmarishly intense that is like uh a, like a character slit their own throat at one point and gurgled out like yeah i couldn't i couldn't watch cuz you guys were so good at that shit it was it was really it was literally triggering cuz there was a lot of like self we have trigger warnings at the end of every episode yeah. or beginning like yeah. for good reason well that was yeah like i you know i i don't think i get i get triggered by things easily like in the actual sense you know i don't think those yeah. things bring yeah, yeah. things up uh, um but I noticed it many times. I was watching the show and I was like, oh man, so cool to see all of you guys. And then classy Katie will do something or and she's like freaking the fuck out. Or, you know, you and you and Zeke will have a really crazy scene. And I'm like, this is too real. I have to go. Like, <laughs> I need to go. I need to leave. So eventually, yeah. eventually it became with PB. Like she'd be like, oh man, I had such a good episode. And I, I, I have to do this like 
appreciate from afar thing all the time because i literally you guys are so good at it i just couldn't this couldn't it's gruesome man yeah I'm, I'm glad you're you're are you looking for that same depth from reaper relay or are you just going to like let it happen if it happens i mean um, it's, it's player agency in that sense like right uh i mean we all say I, that but there's like secret hopes right oh oh hell yeah i hope yeah. they click that well and that they are able to to have that connection and i think they will because mm -hmm. they're all all of them are big yeah. mass effect fans yeah um all of them are big Mass Effect fans. I know they're always bigger ones. And some of them we reached out to and they were just like, I don't have time. Oh, uh, man. You know, which is the way it is. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm really hoping because all of them during character creation were just like, so like, oh, man, and all this. And I oh. talk about lore and things and they would be like, oh, yeah, OK. And then like, all right, this makes sense for like me being like this race with this class because of these like That's so social cool. issues with them. And I'm just so like, they're yeah. into it. They're into it then. And oh yep. man. Yeah. That's the best, uh, seriously, the best feeling. Like, especially when you have, when you have players like they're, they sit there afterwards and they're like, man, that was a great session. Or like, man, they like, they, they noticed a little thing that you didn't think they were going to notice. And you're just like, Oh man. I get a moment like when, when I'm GMing sometimes. And then I just realized that I've, I haven't talked in like 30 minutes and they've just talked and they're role playing. And I, and I'm just like, Holy fuck. That's so cool. Like, Oh my God. This, like the same thing happened when I was like, we didn't have to put that emotion into identity crisis. Fuck. Yeah. 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 It just happened. Yeah. You know, the time that uh, PB tried to kill my character or at least <laughs> incapacitate them several dozen times <laughs> in a row and it didn't work. And I could tell one I could tell she also was getting frustrated yeah. because she kept trying to do a thing and it wouldn't work. Yeah. So he's able to, she was able to feed into it. <laughs> yeah, that was and then like, afterwards, she's like, I, I don't, I don't act. I'm not actually mad at you. Uh, and I'm like, I know, I know you're not, but, but I felt it. Oh, but I felt it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always think back oh, to goobers and I screaming at each other. That was, uh, it, I was <laughs> oh, in, in, uh, in an identity in, crisis. Yeah. Not in yes, the first identity one. Crisis. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And that yep. was like, Jeez, man, that was the first time I think we went like really well, not the first time we went really real, but the first time I've ever done like really, really, really serious role playing. Yeah, then came along fucking simulacrum. Simulacrum was walk. Mm. I've that only was, been able to watch some a couple episodes of that, but I liked it. I we were supposed to do a like a sit down and talk um, pretty recently, but everyone like it was just a matter of scheduling. And, and then like I think somebody had to move and it was like, OK, well, let's postpone it. And then uh, everyone else couldn't do it. So it's like, all right, we've kind of missed the mark. But I really wish that we ought to sit down and just digest the show um, like we did with Neon, like we did with Halcyon, like where we just all sit there the, the next week and go like, <sighs> whoa, like, you know, like, yeah. let's remember when we just sat there questioning whack, I think, for an hour after Neon Scream, where we were like, what about this? What about that? What about this? What oh, yeah. That? Yes. Like, like now it's over. Tell us things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, give us give us that. Oh, why? What do you mean? We can't know that. You know, what do you mean? Oh, fuck. OK. I wish we got to do that with Simulacrum because that was uh holy fuck that was deep. Um, you yeah. did, you guys did do that for Nocturne, right? So yeah, we actually had on air uh, uh, Q and As. So yeah, okay, we had okay. one episode that we it was earlier on about I don't know a third of the way through the show. Yeah, uh, that we had a a, a round table. And I then, remember that on the finale because we had people that were cut. We like we have to have the finale this week. For a lot of different reasons, Zeke was moving. Uh, Classic K was moving. Like, yeah, I remember hearing moving, about that internally. And a then we bit. realized, like, and the people were gone the next week, mm. so we had to have it that day. 
So we did a Q&A for the first two hours while people were trickling in. Oh, yeah, because everyone was going to be late, right? That was, yeah, that was what I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing about it internally because PB was like, oh, no, what do I do? And I think everyone was like, just do it. You guys are good. Like, do yeah. it, right? And we, had, we checked with everyone and we're like, can we just start late? And people are like, yeah, yeah, we can just, yeah. I'll show up when I can. And then we'll just do the full episode. We can end late. And it was that's cool. awesome. And that's what we did. And it was great. It was uh, super fulfilling uh, being able to also just do questions from the audience, yeah. you know, things that weren't spo- like heavy spoilers right. for like what's coming up. But for the most part, like one of my favorite questions, and because I, I do this whenever I make characters for anything is, yeah. uh, you know, where's your inspiration for this character? What are you drawing? Because I'll do, um, well, I mean, like, you know, it, it shows with like uh, RP games, like I'll do mm. character studies. Yeah, um, yeah. So like for, you know, when I had my my Zap Brannigan-esque character in Atlas, like I did a Zap Brannigan character study right. to get his voice down and his mannerisms and like quotes so I could, you know, jump into the thing and do this yeah. stuff. Yeah, you got to get the hook, right? You got to get the you hook. Know, yeah. And and once I have the voice and kind of the character study, then I can do that. So like with, you know, Theo from Nocturne, I pulled heavily from uh, like the Ice King oh. uh, from Adventure Time. Okay. Uh, and then later people were like, he's fucking Sisyphus. Which, if you know Sisyphus from Greek mythology, Sisyphus was the guy that was cursed to forever push a boulder up a hill. Okay. So he'd push the boulder up a yeah. hill, boulder would roll over roll and down. go to the other side, and he'd have to go and then push it up again. Jeez. Uh, that's fucking deep, dude. God damn. And so that's what I do with my characters. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, uh, man. Do you put that much effort into like NPCs as well? I, I yeah. think it's, I think it's unrealistic to put it into every NPC. You can't but... do it to that depth yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, because you, with... you can't play the same character for 50 weeks in a row. No, right? not, well, not an NPC at the very yeah. least, yeah. you know, like, you, so, but for like main side characters, I do some of that. Mm. Uh, like there's a, uh, there's a contact in our offline campaign and I did. I do what kind of what Wack does um, a little bit. Like I've taken a lot of inspiration from his DMing style, mm. uh, which like the oh, I have uh, like you know, well, oh, you would, would you have a contact for this? Like, there's a smuggler in our team. yeah. Like, would yeah. you have a contact in the underworld? Like, oh, I totally would. All right. Um, tell what what's his name? Uh, oh, okay. It's it's this. We have this. We have this vest, which is a lizard person, uh, and he goes by Slavic. <laughs> uh and and he's uh, i i described him but he gave me like i'm like i want his name and then i'll go from there so yeah. he's he's missing his front teeth so he has a lisp <laughs> he's fucking weird he wants to be a human so he wears a blonde wig <laughs> like he's just this bizarre fucking character this goobers he, that came up with this because that sounds like a goober me thing. no that was me like, oh man that sounds but I, I, that know, sounded like Goober's giving you instructions. Like he's missing his two front teeth. He's get, he wears a blonde wig because he wants to be a human, and he secretly is a fish. And now right. go, Dan, go. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and like I get, had him give me like a couple of personality traits, and from there I added those weird mannerisms. So now they've got this weird ass NPC that they interact with like every few months. Yeah, when they need information, because he's an information broker, right? And he's caught, he costs a shit ton, but they have him. And he's kind of my, like, are you lost? You can talk to Slavic. And yeah, like, oh, yeah. God. And then there's another one, like, friend who is basically, uh, uh, like, Brit from uh, uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, oh, Brett. no, I don't know. Uh, 
but it's, you know, it's just like this weird, like forearmed alien that will fly them around and shuttle them places if they need him. Uh, it's, good, it's good to have like staple NPCs like that because right. you can show them character development when they come back to them in like three months or something. Whenever they come back, if Slavic has changed or, you know, friends yep. got a different like a, 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 he's, a fucking he's, he's boyfriend, his, a girlfriend, or if they uh, have yeah. a new ship or if they they just have a new piece of gossip, it makes them feel so much more real. Like Yeah. And so like doing those character studies or whatever, like I did a little bit of that for those mm. main NPCs that they're going to interact with more. Um because it gives more life to oh. the world. Okay. Okay. Um but for the most part yeah, any character I make, like uh, like uh, Jack from Identity Crisis, right. like I did character studies for him, mm-hmm. like looking into uh, I was you know Raven from Teen Titans mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit weirdly enough of like Frankenstein's monster, um, which oh, I've okay. read that a number of times. Like, yeah, I get the reference like, though. Yeah, yeah, things like that where you know because he was you know, he was frankenstein yeah uh, or the, he was the monster of frankenstein yeah, uh, yeah in that show so that's where i took some of that inspiration because if you read the book frankenstein's monster is sentient and has thought and regrets and Shit. anger towards frankenstein dr yeah. frankenstein the whole thing is basically a sh- story about what would happen if your creator created and your creator rejects you like that's Frankenstein's mm. monster, the yeah. story. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, the monster is Frankenstein." It's like, no, that's the, the, no, 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 that's not even a real story. Frankenstein is the doctor. Yeah, it is his monster, and and like a lot of the story is the monster like getting revenge on Doctor Frankenstein for creating him so yeah. grotesquely, and everyone hates him, and he but just there's wants one to be woman loved. that loves him. Well, he wants he he gets Frankenstein to create him a woman to love because no one will love him. Oh, I saw there was a version uh, that I've Bride seen of Frankenstein where he, or whatever. where he like falls in love with a villager or something. There is I one think woman. that's part of it. Oh, like, okay, and then okay. they figure out who he is and oh, realize yeah. he's a monster and he's like, fuck. No, that uh, is. Yeah, that is it. OK, yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's that's part of it. It's yeah. just then he he like goes back. It's like, create me a wife because yeah. no one will love me. Damn, um, and you and he makes like the doctor's life miserable and haunts him. And I think maybe kills like family or friends of his because he's like you won't give me what i want and wow. you did this live with your pain like live with what you've created um it's a really That's... good book highly recommend it it's it's public uh domain i believe so yeah, i was gonna say it's probably a really old book I think oh it is it's yeah. like from the 1800s i believe Jeez. I didn't think it was 16, that old. Like early 1900s I, feel... I i'd have to look it up before someone's like yeah fuck you it's uh, from 1920 actually... So, yeah, someone's going to tweet you in like three weeks. Well, uh, they listen to the podcast and you actually got uh, multiple things wrong here, starting in section A. That's like, great. Correct me. <laughs> to it. Follow me and engage. Give me, me those things. engagements. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, but it's just it's just interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about character study. I highly recommend it for people. I don't think, you know, it's, it's really weird. I don't think I can. Um, I have such a. I have to fly by the seat of my pants. Um, I think a lot of, a lot of it will, will come from a lot of the characters I do in any show are like on the spot. Like I just can't, I don't know why, but if I, if I sit there and I write down how somebody is, I will still make up a brand new person when their voice comes out of my mouth. Like it's just, I think I've gotten so used to the, the improv D and D that it's, it's kind of, it both hinders, but it also helps a shit ton in other places. So like if an NPC 
sounds like me or, you know, acts like me, well, that's because I'm playing it and I'm just going to have to skirt along. And, you know, hopefully the other NPC is like more likable. But I think somebody mm -hmm. at one point was in the, in the chat during my D&D &D and they're like, does anybody notice that all the NPCs are just Jay with a different voice? And I was like, that's because they are. <laughs> like, I don't, that's because they are, Timmy. What do you mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, man, this shop owner just sounds like a shop owner. <laughs> no, duh. <laughs> oh, man. So it, it, I think there was like I at some that. point that nervousness doesn't affect me anymore. You know, I'm just yeah, like, sure. I just come well, off the top of my head. I mean, and I, I, there's a good part of that, too. Like, I mean, hmm. you know, well, sure. You build a character I, in the session. Yeah. Right? And like I but also like I, you know, it's more for my background to kind of give me a jump off point. Yeah. Uh, yeah but a big that. part of that is is the voice. I do voices first. Mm. So I find a voice I want and then I build everything around that. So, for instance, with like, uh, uh, you know, Richard. Yeah. Uh, from Neon Screen. Yeah. Uh, Richard, Richard and foe. You know, that was I gave I figured out his voice by saying his name a bunch of times. I think, it, do you remember like the very first episode? I just kept, I don't know if you, I muted myself. Oh no, I've, I, th I think I saw that because I've done that. I used to have to do that with Boom and I would have to, I would get into the fucking accent over and over yeah. again. Or, yeah. Uh, and, and so I get the voice, I get the, where the inspiration is from next, or it's usually in between. Like, yeah. you know, Artel was, was Zap Brannigan. So I was like, I want to do Zap Brannigan. I kind of know what he needs to do, but I'm going to now do a character study to get yeah. that. Then once I had the voice and kind of the rough background, then the rest is seat of the pants. Yeah, really. Like that's then from there I go with whatever this like the situation would create, and then mm -hmm. they evolve heavily. So a lot of the time, the first episode or the first whatever is so different than the end because there's been character growth. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have a well. I mean, like by the time it's almost like by the end of the campaign is when that character is fully fleshed out, and you're like, "But wait, like, but wait, one more session. Hold on, he he just lost his wife. Like, he's got to tell you about it. He's really got to tell you. You have to see the scene where he gets really sad so that he grows in your heart. Fuck. Oh man, yeah. I I think like I think NPCs are are probably the things that freak me out the most about D and D because because they just come off the top of the dome. I can't. I don't. I cannot do them any other way. You know, um, the voice is the literal last thing it the character gets created like I, I'll put them down. You know, there's a character here, there's a character there and I'll do backstories and such. But for some reason, even still, when I write it down, it just I just create a new character whenever it, I don't know what it is. It's like the improv brain just switches the fuck on and I just like, oh, hello. And it's a that's a new person now. There they and so are. I'm like, oh, this is grandma. She's a grandma. Mm -hmm. There's this bang bibble bop. <laughs> his bang you know, I have a I, I had a gnome that I had a name on the spot. His name is Wortman Wendeldorf. <laughs> Wortman Wendeldorf. And he got one of the seven gnome voices that I practiced at the beginning of the campaign. And they're all Canadian, so no one can tell them apart, which is great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I I don't know. I I think characters like in campaigns, they're like the biggest selling points for me. But as, as a GM, they're like my weakest points. I can never, you know, you think it's like, that's the thing that I want to do the most, but I can never do it. So people like Wax, I can sit there and just go back and forth, back and forth as those characters. Uh, the voices are the most impressive things there, right? Like, yeah. Wack, when he did Hagrid's voice on the Table Story, mm -hmm. the Harry Potter show, like I was laying down taking a nap and I heard Hagrid and I was like, holy fuck, that is damn near spot on like oh my god man i guarantee you he did a character study oh yeah those. oh yeah whack whack definitely whack as like the, uh i mean I he mean, also like he's got a parroting uh 
ability. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he does. He totally does. He'll probably try to deny it. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely. He's got a parroting ability. So if, you know, basically, as you're listening, that, that essentially means like he'll, he'll hear a voice and then go, okay, I think I know how I can do that. Yeah. He just finds the registry somewhere in his throat and catches it. Yep. I'm jealous of people that can do that because I, I can't, I cannot find that. Like I'll, I'll do a voice and then, 10 minutes fucking later i'll lose it like i've had characters where i bring out the voice and it's spot on and the fucking next sentence is a different accent and that's it for the rest of the campaign because i'll never get it back <laughs> yeah but i i, I wouldn't yep. doubt that whack does character studies like pretty I, I hardcore would, yeah at least for some of them like yeah. you know for instance like hagrid he probably listened to him a bit to just kind of go okay and and do mm. the voice do it again and then okay i've got it yeah i, I yeah. don't know his full study on it or like full yeah i see like that's why i love those wind downs is because that's a question i would ask you know like whack how long did it take you to do the fucking hagrid voice and yeah i would, yeah. I would love for him to be like oh man like 30 hours I'm like yeah like, but he'd probably be like an hour day the day that we announced that we were doing or thinking of yeah. doing it and I started looking for cast. <laughs> that was the day I started practicing Agrid. Every day, two hours in the mirror. I haven't Hagrid. stopped. I also gargle three eggs. That's the secret. Like, it's just stand, something, right? I stand on four chairs in my mirror so I can only see my knees. And I know that I'm the right height. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's, that's some fucking method acting right there. <laughs> that's some method acting. I think that's, that's probably how I have to do it. Because I remember when we were doing Identity Crisis, I... I had to be miserable. I can switch on and off pretty, pretty easily, but like, I don't know. Again, that's like the first time I've ever really done it that hard, you know? So I've never actually had to sit there and think of, oh, well, this is how I act. Okay, well, this is how I have to do it again. Um, oh, when you were, when you were Bob? Yeah, when I was Bob. Um, he was a character I didn't have any fucking plans for him, you know? He just grew because of the show. Like, I was, I want to be well, Canadian Captain America. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was your character that, that you built originally. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Well, like, and then, so and then Wack was like, what's something better? You know, tell me about your family. Okay, dad's got dementia. But then he put dad with dementia on the street. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Bob will be sad here. Dad's got dementia. Fuck, I'm going to act sad. What did I do to myself? And then your character's fucking depressing the next scene. Like, I remember that. It was like, oh, that's depressing. What's next? Oh, Dan's character hates his life. Oh, what kind of show have we started? <laughs> what? Why did we do this? Why did we do this? <laughs> Didn't we say that oh, we're going to do a show that's not neon scream? <laughs> supposed to be happy, god Wasn't damn it. Richard was happier than this. How? <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, even Boom was happier than that. He died. He, and he died. Richard he died. didn't. Richard, <laughs> Richard didn't, and he Richard got a survived. happy ending. Gangly <laughs> motherfucker. He survived somehow. That was... Man, that was such a it's such a crazy like I think a very pivotal moment for Table Story with those those shows there. Um, like yeah. uh, like I'll never like I mean my campaigns like Ilios and Ragtags and uh, and Ascendants yeah. have those were the beginning ones and they've done okay, but we always just kind of need a D and D chant or D and D thing going and yes, and I do D and D. But when you think about it, like on the grander like of these of these shows that have truly just like Nocturne has brought in a fucking insane amount of people into into Table Story and and like really really just added a chunk of people to the community it masks those masks and now campaigns wizard, did the same. Yeah, Wizards, did that dying the, order yeah yeah your campaign is gonna bring in a fuck ton of people man it's mass effect a lot of people are gonna be like holy shit finally and <laughs> all of them except kpp and myself are mm. not table story people so that's new we got some right new blood. right um 
I was going to say, um, I think like, I know bloody is probably one of the biggest mass effect fans I know as well. So she probably like pissed herself when she got that, that DM, uh, um, her response to the DM was the best because what? I just said, Hey, I'm going to be doing a super secret show. It's mass effect. It's on table story. Yeah. Do you, are you interested within <laughs> seconds? All caps. Yes. <laughs> That's fucking great. Hadn't said what day it was going to be on. Yes. Didn't say, like, it was just like sometime in November it's going to happen. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. She saw Mass Effect. She's like, yeah. 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 That was it. Yeah. I know that was huge fans. Lobos, too, right? I think he's a huge fan of Mass Effect as well. uh, Yeah. Yes. Uh, He's a big one. Uh, Faye is as well. Yeah. Faye's a little bit. Aaron is too. Aaron's yeah. a giant Mass Effect fan. Uh, KPP. This was actually great. Uh, she hasn't finished the games. Oh my god! And I'll call her out now. Oh. But she's watched. She's watched all of them and loves them. Okay. Uh, so like uh, her uh, her spouse or uh, her partner has yeah. uh, played through all of them, and and she watched and was there throughout all of them. So she is a big fan as well and knows all the lore. Yeah. So it's just it was it was That's pretty funny. great. She gets to be the uh, odd one out, and you guys get to make fun I got of her for multiple it. DMs from both fans of hers <laughs> and from PB being like, KPP has not played all the games. <laughs> like, oh like, no, oh my God. The ultimate and then scene. later, and then later, like, well, no, but she knows them. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, she knows, she knows all right, them. good. <laughs> yeah. For you, for a second, I imagine you were probably scared shitless. Like, oh, yeah, no, I would have been scared shitless. Just because I've RP'd with uh, KPP right. and, uh, I was in a show she guest GM'd on Table Story. Last transmission, one shot. Go watch it. Oh, he was he was picking something off the shelf and then it fell. What is Cur- that? Cur- it's Colonel Moo. Oh, <laughs> I thought that looked like one of the goats that I have. One of the okay. random plush goats that I have. I was I was for a second. I was like, what do you grab? Oh, okay. It's <laughs> Colonel Moo. Uh, if I don't know, did you watch Land Tra- Last Transmission? I think I made it like halfway through. I think I remember Colonel Moo, but I don't. Yeah, it was, it was he was the plush that uh, Ray had on I his don't, jacket. I don't remember Colonel Moo. No, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Colonel Moo. Oh, Ray, Ray's okay. Did you do the, the same thing? Was that something you bought because of it, or did you just grab something I and put it didn't on? I actually did have it. Oh, okay. For that show, I bought it after because I was like, I loved this character and That's so, plush cute. so much. So I just bought a plush and put it on my cat, my back. That's so cute. Uh, I did that the opposite with Kit when we did Neon Screen. I just had that Bosco plushie and I was like, this is her best friend or their best friend. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a, yeah. That I was loved Kit character. so much. That was they, a really interesting character. Honestly, they were really fun to play like that. I never expected for them to be that fun. I just kept imagining, like, what would a little murderous girl do? Like, what would a murderous 10 year old do? And I mean, they weren't 10. I can't remember what it was, but the they, they, well, they were a clone. They were technically like less yeah. than a year old, but also mentally, yeah, sort of in their teens, twenties, but not. I think the story that I had is they were twenty, and the the brother of the two, the two warring personalities that they had, the brother was like seventeen, but the sister had only lived like three years or something. Yes, yeah, uh, before like he that. took over, so it was like he was the more mature one, but for for some reason. Um, he let the sister play around for a while. And that was like the kit that we saw in that campaign. I never got to mess around with that too much, but that was always fun to know on the back burner. And I would always say like, we and they, yeah. everyone was like, oh, the plushie. And I was like, yeah, the plushie, <laughs> not the murderous alter ego that she has. The and occasionally you let slip like, he won't let me do he won't, this. Yeah, he won't let me do that. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be like, the plushie? Like what? Who? 
What? The pl- yeah, the plushie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a fun character. That was that was cool when Wack was like, yeah, that was my favorite character too. Because I was like, I didn't even like this. Literally, because we started that show, I think, pretty, um, or at least I made that character like pretty last fucking minute. Again, yeah, off was, the off the cuff, right? Everything's off of the, by the seat of my pants. But and that oh, was. Man. That was still season. That was season two. That was season two. It? Yeah, that was yeah. season two. Because season one, you had Gerard Hard. Gerard uh, Hard, yeah. Also known as Raymond Holt. Uh, Raymond Holt, yep. That was, I think that's maybe the only character I've ever done a study for, but it was, I was because say, I was watching I the was show him. and right. I was like, oh, Raymond Holt, he'd be really fun to, yeah, I wonder if I can do the, like, the voice. And then it was like, yeah, I could probably turn this into a character of like really, really just unempathetic and. That was, I mean, it's so funny that that show was a comedy. It was a dark comedy. Dark in, comedy. In I was going to say like comedy first, meat the grinder. The first season was a dark, more of a dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That had tense fucking moments. Yeah. Yeah. But it had a lot of dark comedy. Like I played Richard dark comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I mean, just gave him fucking dry, awful humor. Like yep. his, his kale paste and all that, and fucking like kale paste. The fuck are you? Going yeah, it was about? just it was just hammered in all the time, right? And that was the that was the funny part is that no, he's not. It's not a bit. That's actually what he's like. Like it's constantly. That's what made it funny. Is no, that's actually what he's like. Yep. And the people around him put up with him. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we have to. Like that was same with Boom, yep. right? That was the most of the humor from Boom was how you guys dealt with Boom because it was like, well, he's a fucking idiot. Why is this moron on our team? Okay, well. Send him to Voss loves wall. him and yeah. is like his best friend. And yeah. also he's really good at what he does. Like Breaking we need that muscle walls. because yeah. Richard's not going in there. He's yeah. fucking staying the hell away. I Richard was... had no combat abilities. He had None? nothing. I can't remember. He had I a think... pistol and a grenade that was a gas grenade. And he barely could hit anything with a pistol yeah. because he was so... it was his minus, I believe. Did I die because I got hit by an APC? I tried to uh, stop boom, a truck, you, right? You, you, you uh, decided, Boom decided that it would be a good idea to head on collision <laughs> and APC. Yeah, okay, okay. But I he thought. didn't die from that. No. He died because he was bleeding out. <laughs> bleeding out. <laughs> and was going to get kidnapped <laughs> while he was bleeding out. Whack had an arc for us to k- k- save you. You weren't supposed to die. And then we stopped oh. them from saving you and you bled out. Yeah, that was the best part was that they were going to save me. Yeah, they were going to save guys, you and use you as a hostage. But you guys saving me, quote unquote, was what killed me. Because they, they, they were, were like hunting. the old the old gang that I used to run with. Or they were the old like gang that. you used to run with yeah. and you di- escaped them and you weren't supposed to leave the gang. Yeah. So it would have been yeah. a mission to go save you. And we saved you oh, from yeah, no, by killing them. AI. Remember I had that fucking AI it, in my yeah. head? Oh my God, I just remembered That's that. Right. Fucking yeah. hell, the pretty lady. God. Pretty lady. Pretty lady. Uh, that's also where uh, we get the question regularly now. That's where the bus emote came from. Yeah, that that's where the bus emote. That like where Richard jumped on a bus. Yep. Because yep. we were yelling. I think it was Goobs was yelling. He was like, get on the bus, get on the and bus. I, and, and Richard was just like, I fucking hate all of you. Yeah, like, yeah. Jumping onto a bus from a moving vehicle and then shooting its AI targeting, which hurt me, almost <laughs> killed me. And I still got out of it some fucking how. Yeah, that system was so dumb sometimes. It's like you shoot someone, but it backfires and you lose an arm. And it's like, then what? <laughs> 
It was like we were playing, what's that, uh, what's that game, Oregon Trail, where you get dysentery all the yeah. time? Oregon Trail, it was literally like the tabletop Oregon Trail, man. <laughs> you do anything and somehow you die from either like dysentery or your arm, it went through your chest. Yep. Somehow. I think well, that, that happened a couple times. That was, that system was weird and it was so good to play masks after that. And, and Yeah, and failing a, forward was so nice. Yeah, and have a system where you could, you you actually felt like you were making these contributions to your character by like uh, the flaws you learn learning from your mistakes yeah and and that's so cool to tie it into teenagers as well it's i'm ah, that system is so good i'll fuck yep and that's why that's yeah reaper relay same same system it's so did you did you hack it or did you find a hack it's found pb actually found it okay Um, okay yeah it was an already made system we've got a nice pdf for it and everything amazing uh, if you remind me I, after this, I can send it to you. Yeah, I'd love um, to see it. Yeah, that's that's really, really cool. Like, because at first I, I was like, I was worried because you have those those systems that are designed for like a game like that. You don't know if somebody's just paid a company to design it and if it's going to be like a poor system or if it's a, a great system, it's actually worked out. Like the Judge Dread system was fucking great. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, there's a thousand playbooks like, oh my God, a thousand pages. That is, it was so much. So yeah, I was like, like 30 it's yeah i was worried it was gonna be like that yeah i was worried and most it was of it is just be... classes like that's cool so it's very helpful because of that that's really really cool um do you oh man okay okay before we wrap this up i had a yes. question about relay do you have yes. like like isn't it like are you doing the whack thing where you do the npcs or can you spoil that or like are you doing the npcs is it like a different time at all or like, you know, the classic ones of, like, the Garrus, like, whack as fucking Hagrid, right? Are you doing the same? Because you said character study. So I was like, oh, character study, main um, NPCs. I don't know if I've publicly said it, but I will say it now, which encourages people to, like, stick through this whole thing, even though yeah. this is at the very end, and I should have said this at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast, to people to stick around. Uh, it will be taking place sometime after... The Earth Invasion in Mass Effect 3. That's cool. Okay, awesome. I will not man. say any more than that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you can maybe infer, like, Reaper Relay. What? This has something right. to do with the fucking Reaper. Well, maybe, but that's, that whole Mass Effect 3 is, well, the entire Mass Effect series is dealing is, with the Reaper. Yeah, leading up to that one point, right? That's the yeah, whole, so, yeah. but it's sometime in the Mass Effect 3 timeline. That's cool. That's um, really cool. Um, but outside of that, I'm not going to say anything about who or what they could run into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that is too much spoilery. That is, yeah. Well, I was... told the players that, so. Ooh. I can't wait to... When is it out again? When is it, when is it happening? The 23rd of November, Saturday. Okay. okay. All right, 23rd. Um, For some reason, I thought, like, 27, and I was like, that's wrong. I don't think we've officially announced the time it right. uh, goes live. When do you when do these air these podcasts? I'll ask that now. Like, um, next- usually like more like uh, Danica's is gonna come up Monday. And this will probably be like Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, morning time. Oh. Um, oh, you're gonna do just two in a row? I'll probably do two this. Yeah, because I'm I'm behind. We haven't I haven't done one since uh, uh since oh. TwitchCon. So oh. I think the drop off day. Everyone that listens usually stops listening. The the hype dies down after like three days, four days. So okay. I'll probably post it after that as well to go uh, into the weekend. We do have our time set, I believe, with all the players, but because we haven't officially announced our table story, I'll, I'll hold off on that. Yeah, so yeah. Tweet. So, um, but the 23rd, November, dude. that is in two. Oh, God, is that in two weeks? Almost two weeks. Yeah. Well, oh, under God. two weeks. Under two weeks. And this the 10th. <gasps> no, no pressure. Sure things are planned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to doing that every week. Is it like it's are a mini series? Oh, I was going to um, say, oh, I, yeah. Um, do you have an episode count or 
Uh, I believe we yeah. are going to try to do five episodes. That's dope. That's yeah. a good amount. Um, like the fifth episode, I think I will be out of state with my mobile stream set up. Oh no. Uh, but I have a normal, I have like a, you know, normal camera and I'll probably yeah. have my blue Yeti with me. So it won't be terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're coming um, in. I mean, we're coming into the Christmas month here. The Christmas right. month is the, That'll be we the usually, week of Christmas. Yeah. We usually like, I, I think over the past four years now, a table story, like whack was even saying it in the chat the other day. He's like, well, we're coming up on Christmas. So it's going to be a fucking bitch to do anything. It's yep. just, uh, it's just, I believe it'll work. Nature if, of if, it, if right? for some reason that doesn't work for all the players, I'll, yeah. we'll make it a four episode thing. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the plan is fine. more time, right? There's always more time. I mean, life goes yeah. on after the holidays. Um, oh yeah, I mean, we could we could make yeah. the finale like a week or two later. It's just more like, well, we'll figure that out with the right, right. You know, you have to see where you are. Everyone. Yeah, we have to see where we are. I personally, I hate, especially for miniseries, is like taking days off. Like mm -hmm. that is a pain in the ass because it's like, you know, yeah, it's like it's five episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. But that's the pain nice. with oh, that's the pain with scheduling everybody together right like you said it earlier like now you're with every five other people and streamers uh it's a pain in the ass it's, yep, it's, but that saturday time works for everybody so yeah, we got good, that good it's crazy got dude, it. i had a like i had an ear infection literally hit me an hour before the D, &D session the other day like I, I, I remember telling vo i think the night before i was like i think i might be getting an ear infection again i'll go to the doctor tomorrow and i like woke up and then just back down for five hours it was it was so bad uh, I haven't been that exhausted from a sickness, you know, like like the flu. I, probably since I had pneumonia, which was like two years ago. Yeah, I just I, I keep getting these bouts here where I'm like, I have all the energy. Uh, nope, never mind. I can out for three hours. Out for three hours. Fuck, man. Ugh. All right, thank you so much for coming on today, man. Thank yeah, you so much of for course. for jumping onto uh, the podcast here. I hope it was as good as you thought it would be. <laughs> I love Leela so much. <laughs> No, you're crying, honey. That was so cute. Does she does she flip her head like that? Is she trying to lick herself? She's or trying to lick herself. Is the cone of shame? Okay. Yeah, I thought and she just she's a little itchy, so she's um, like, I want to grow. Poor girl. Um, oh, that was just the most adorable thing to look over was this fucking cone of shame shaking around. She's my little headbanger. <laughs> oh man, thank you, thank you again. Thanks for grabbing a coffee with me. Um, yeah. anything you want to uh, you want to shout out here before we go? Um, I usually give people the option. Danica never has anything to shout out, apparently. So yeah. don't leave uh, me. Uh, Fuck you! Have nothing. God damn it! Nothing. I know. God, God, nothing damn happening it. in her life. No, no, um, no. You have nothing. I thought you no, said I you had nothing. No, okay. no, no, no. You're saying I was just like, yeah, it sounds about right. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Reaper Relay. Yes, November twenty third on Table Story. Uh, you've probably heard about it. If you happen to, uh, I don't know, know this J guy, uh, definitely, definitely go tune into that because uh, it's going to be a fucking blast in the Mass Effect universe. Um, Can't wait. I'm a huge Mass Effect nerd, so I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, I don't know, outside of that, yeah, I, Domestic Dan on all the things. Follow me there. Twitch, all that fun. I know soon. Probably by the time this comes out, I will either have just started uh, USPS Sim, uh, also <laughs> known as Death Stranding, because uh, I don't know. I it sounds uh, I I have fun with games that do literally nothing. Yeah. So I'll probably have a blast. Be like, hey, we're gonna walk today. We're gonna hike. Chat's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what It'll be mostly you talking while nothing happens. <laughs> Those are the best dreams. I know. Um, other than that, I mean. 
I, I can't think of it. I don't have like in like next month. I think I'm going to have a couple of cool things like mm. those are like, I don't know, like I'll do a sellout stream. That was something else I was going to talk about earlier mm. if it came up. But I like the concept of sellout streams. Oh, oh man, that topic. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, next time. Next time. Next time. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Go follow Domestic Dan everywhere. Like you said, his name is Domestic Dan. And uh, make sure to go watch his UPS simulator. Um, again, thank you so much for grabbing a coffee with me. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye.